bagels. All right. Well, while James is uh, all right, back what's going on over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, Taiwan major. Taiwan. Let's talk about this fighting yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah. So, people who did not make top eight because there there were some good ones uh, included Cam one two three four at thirteenth place, Inko Rufus, uh, probably the best Rufus right now, thirteenth place. Mm-hmm. Kok Saget Shiro Yubiken Shiro ninth place. Uh, Onigiri Kai ninth place in Barog. That dude is crazy. I mean, I've seen him play before, but. Um, I mean, he was doing all... Like, he had a frame trap that was, like, crouching strong, EX headbutt. Just, oh, like Ling Boo? No, he just did it. Oh, he just did... It was what? just a frame trap. He just went for it? Uh, it was, like, a mix-up, I guess. Dang! Like, whatever. Okay, um, okay. He also tried cross-up jump roundhouse with Boxer. <laughs> he tried to, like, do that setup? No, no, not even, like, a setup. Like, he, like, legit was aiming at the dude's head. So It, it didn't work, <laughs> obviously. I don't know if he has like a setup that he only knows and it was wow. like just off or what, but he he went for it. Okay, more power to him, dude. More power <laughs> to him. It was bizarre. So. But no, yeah. I mean, he's he, he had a lot of good reads. He got ninth place. Okay. Anyways, okay. top eight. Yes. Reketsu with Poison and Vega, seventh place. Also seventh, Gonzalez with Seth. Fifth, Tone P, Viper, and Jiwa with Ken. Fourth was Chuan with Guile, Feilong, and Rose. Third place was Itabashi Zangief, Itazan with Zangief. Nice. Second place, Storm Kubo Hugo. Mm-hmm. Winner of the whole mm-hmm. thing was Misei Makoto. Makoto took it, huh? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I heard more about the first, the second place winner than I did about the first place. I don't think I even heard that Misei won, but I definitely Misei. heard about uh, Storm Kubo. So. Well, look, this, this was no... Small tournament. Yes, right? it was no, it was no weekly. It's not like it was some rando regional. It had a lot of good players. Yes, so uh-huh. he got second place with Hugo, like legit. Dude, I, look, I, I, Hugo is considered low tier because of who he is. That's I think it. it's the same reason why everyone thinks Hakan is low tier because it's just you're so used to having those characters be useless that you just automatically assume that they're bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Hakan, he's it's just for someone reason because he's silly that people think he's bad or something. Yeah, I don't he's know. hard to use. You know, right. I, mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, I sort of get it more with Hakan. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. ugly. At least with Hugo, there's there's the he was in third strike factor. Right. Uh huh. Um, you know, so there's a little bit of history there. But see, like, even people, I think if you ask people who don't know Third Strike, they probably assume Hugo's bad in Third Strike as well. Yeah, they probably do. You know what I mean? But so, he is. I mean, is he really that terrible? Well, he's not the worst, He's right? not the worst. Right, okay, okay. You got me okay, there. Okay. You got me there. He's Fair. not the worst. Fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> I do think he's pretty good in this game. Yes. And he does have some bad matchups, mm-hmm. but those bad matchups are underplayed characters, rare characters mm-hmm. uh, not particularly top tier or anything mm-hmm. characters so it's rare for a Hugo to run into a Goken right it's rare for a Hugo to run into a, a Dawson is Jury still a bad matchup for him? yeah Jury for okay. example Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. rare to run into those so you know it, he does well I think against almost all of the good characters mm-hmm. not that he beats them Right. But he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's right in all those You matches. can use him to win. Yes, right? absolutely. It's winnable. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah. yeah. I think he's pretty even against all the Shotos. You know, I, I think that he does fine. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I hope that more people give him a look. But even even as is, I mean, this Storm Kubo, second place, mm-hmm. right? Infectious Hugo, third place in a right. couple of tournaments yeah. uh-huh. uh, over in UK and Western Europe. By knocking Bonchan into losers right. at EVO. How right? about Alucard knocking... 
Momochi. Momochi. Out of the tournament. Out of the tournament. Yeah, as CEO. CEO. Yeah. So I'm happy to see that there are people playing him at right, least. Right, right. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And then to- uh, Tokido lost to Infectious. Yeah, he lost to Infectious. Yeah. Anyway. So, so you, actually got to to, you actually got to watch some of those matches, right? Yes. Storm Kubo. I mean, how did it look? How, he, how was he playing? He is a Reed's monster. Ah, uh, okay. He, he has... Okay. He certainly has very good spacing. Mm-hmm, don't get mm-hmm, me wrong. Mm-hmm. But he has great reads. So, like, whereas Infectious will play Hugo as, as almost just a footsies, claps, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stay right, at right, the yeah, mid-range yeah, yeah. uh-huh. sort of character. Storm Kubo will definitely bring in Meat Squasher and Dash Pile Driver and Overhead Did and whatever. You, you said he was even doing, like, the butt and Dolphinator, like, two or three times in a row. He and legit people... used butt. A butt is not... Terrible. Okay. Okay. Because okay. it, it goes pretty far. It's very fast. Uh-huh. Hard knockdown. I can imagine it catches back dashes. It does. And stuff most like most that, back right? dashes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Dolphinator actually has a pretty good anti-air hitbox. Oh, okay. Which is how okay. he used it. Okay. What surprised me was that he used dropkick. Stan Roundhouse dropkick. Really? He used that. That was one he used two, three times in a row. <laughs> Dang. That, okay. That button, okay. for my money, is one of the worst in the game. But right. He was just... He did it, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but, <laughs> but he's he's really good. He's yeah, really shout good. outs to him. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, then that means uh, Storm Kubo actually has a decent chunk of uh, ranking points now. In fact, I heard, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'd have to check to see if this is actually true. But I heard within the top 32, he's in there now, mm, wow. like for the Capcom Cup qualifiers. That would make so, me really excited. Yeah. So I would assume Mise is in there as well, and it's and it's going to be really interesting because right now we're getting to kind of crunch time for Capcom Pro Tour. Yeah. And there's not a lot of U.S. events left. No. SCR is coming up. Canada Cup kind of sort of counts because it's close enough for them. But like this is these are all CPT Asia qualifiers, and then yeah. CPT Asia. So there's still going to be some more qualifiers for, sure. for CPT Asia. So I just don't feel like there's a lot of wiggle room for the U.S. players anymore. It's they, not looking good. They they got to dude. We're gonna have like two of them in there. It's gonna be like Knuckle Do and Justin. That's yeah. it. That's all. It's gonna be there. So yeah, yeah. And if that happens. I sort of don't think it would be that unjust. <laughs> no, I yeah, you know, you know I know I mean? exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Look, this, this was as you said to qualify for Capcom Pro Tour Asia Finals, so mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like Mise qualifies automatically right, for right, CPT. Right. Oops, that thing's gone. Yeah. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'm turning this thing on too. Why not? Because yeah. it's it's, it's, it's very so warm, warm in here. Anyway, Mise Makoto. Very, very good. Yes. He plays that character so fast. Oh, really? Very fast. Okay, okay. There are times when he stays on a, a certain spot on screen and he does the Makoto stick out button, buffer, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. of course. But he also just, he can get going, going, going. And once right. he does, okay, okay. that character has the damage output and stun output to, to really make it scary. Right. So, um, he's really good. I'm really happy that he did well, because I think that that character is really good. And almost nobody uses her. In fact, people who did uh, dropped her in favor of Abel, mm, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, so, uh, uh, other, other characters, too. Very cool to see Misei doing well. Uh, Itazan versus Storm Kubo. That happened in Winners and Losers. <laughs> Damn, okay. Big Ita- body brawl. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty even matchup, I think, but uh-huh. very, very uh, tough from both sides. It's just a nerve-wracking sort of matchup. But they were... Laughing and having a good time. Oh, that's really cool. cool that's see. cool. That's cool. Okay. But he does not okay. play it really well. Um, yeah, I thought that those were the the most notable. Okay. Schwan got wrecked, and by Storm Kubo. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. He huh. tried to go rose, and that got blown up. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's just weird. I just don't, I feel like, because remember when Capcom Cup came around and we people talked to Daigo, like, are you worried about Snake Eyes? And he was like, it's, it's Zangief. I feel like people still kind of have that attitude with Hugo, like, I should be able to play the standard grappler keep out game and I should be able to do fine. And then that just doesn't work. Not against Hugo. Yeah, got to play him know, differently. So. Okay. Anyway, it was a good event. Okay. Shout out to everybody who did well. Yep. All right, so what else happened this weekend? Uh, also was that Toshin Gekitotsu event yes. with Exert. It was the exhibition style event where you know some players on one side, some players on the mm -hmm. other side, and they had a sort of yeah. everybody plays. They just, they just set up matchups. ten matchups yeah. between two teams. Yeah. The blue team, I believe, which was the Guilty Gear Kings, and the red team, which were the Pro Gamer Alliance. Yeah. So basically, like, the Guilty Gear specialists versus the, you know... The yeah, but that, but that said, the Pro Gamer Alliance had a lot of yeah. Guilty Gear specialists yeah. slash ex-Guilty Gear specialists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's not like they were coming out of nowhere. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. But, I mean, it was kind of interesting. They just set it up, so it was an exhibition. They just played ten matches. They just... I think they just picked who they wanted to see go up yeah. against each other because they created some really interesting matchups here. And they just played them out, and I think it was just an exhibition. I don't even know if there was anything like, oh, this team won or anything like that. It was just, let's just have some fun with this event. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was just really cool to see it go. And, and I mean, I guess I can just read out the results yeah. here. Uh, so we had uh, Taka with Slayer. So the first person I name is going to be the Guilty Gear Alliance. Second player is going to be Guilty, the Gear, Pro Kings. Guilty Gear Kings versus the Pro Gamer Alliance. So Taco with Slayer defeated Roy, uh, Roa or Roy, I guess. <laughs> I'm reading it like it's French. Roy, yeah. yeah uh -huh. uh, with Soul Bad Guy, 3-1. to one. Uh, Kishi, Kisha with Faust defeated Ainz Kaikisk with 3-2. Uh, to two. Koichi's Ino beat uh, Nakasu Bedman. <laughs> There's a guy whose nickname is Bedman, and he's not on the Guilty Gear Kings. But he beat him a 3-2. to two. <laughs> uh, Takehara with Ramlethal actually lost to Mochi's sole bad guy 2-3. to three. So that was a win for the Pro Gamer Alliance. Um, Hamburg's Elfelt defeated Nakamura's Milia Rage. 3-0. Not, not, that's not easy to do against Milia. I didn't see that match. I might have to go and see what the heck he did. So, okay. uh, but Karinchu's Milia defeated Dogura Sinkisk uh, three to zero. Beat Dogura three to zero. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Susumu with chips enough lost to Machibo's uh, Kai. Oh, and wasn't Machibo the one who just did really, really well at Arc Revo? Yeah. Like last uh, weekend? Yeah, and he's he's. I I always knew that he had a super good. Soul, but it's interesting. I think he used Kai at Arc Revo, and I think okay. he's using Kai here as well. So I, I guess he's just switched. But it was close. It was two to three. But you know, apparently Machibo was on the Pro Gamer Alliance team. Yeah. Then we got Nage, second place Evo finisher with Faust going up against Kazunoko, Soul bad guy, and Nage won that three to one. Fab Potemkin went up against Sako. With Zato one yeah. and FAB one of three course. to one, <laughs> and it's, it's funny because Sako started really well. Like I think I woke up in the middle of the night because I just had it streaming on my iPad next to my bed, and I fell asleep. And I woke up and I saw them play each other, and then I fell asleep again before I could catch Ogawa versus uh, Daigo. But then I did go watch the the, the uh, video of Ogawa versus yeah, Daigo, 
They played battle number 10, Ogawa, of course, the Zato one god, the Zatoichi god. Who won Evo this year. Who won Evo this year. And he was playing year. on his gold stick. Dude, that was so sick. From Evo Top 8, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's so sick. They even highlighted it and everything, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he went up against Daigo Umahara, who everyone was like, Daigo has no chance. Daigo went up 2-0 to zero yep. against Ogawa. Yep. But then Ogawa just figured it out. And yeah, three did, games yeah. in a row solidly took the win over Daigo Umahara. So, but it was a lot closer than people thought. So, yeah, so good stuff to Daigo. Yeah, it was yeah. really, really good. I mean, if that had been a tournament and it wasn't like winner's finals or whatever, mm-hmm. I mean, Daigo would have taken it 2-0. <laughs> it would have moved on. Yep. You know? yep. So yep. I think that's really cool. What I'm a bit surprised about is that Daigo was willing to do it, to be frank. Right, yeah, because there's been a lot of talk that he wants to focus on certain games. Just SF4 right? and 5, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, really? Uh-huh. Which, uh-huh. Is, which is too bad, because he used to be known as being a multiplayer game. He would, he would play mm-hmm. a bunch of different games. Right, A bunch right. of different games. And do really well in all of them. And that's, that's what he did until midway through SF4. He just made it 4. Right. And it's been like uh-huh, that this uh-huh. whole time. <laughs> and and so I'm a bit surprised that he was willing to do the extra thing. I'm happy he was. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope it's a good sign that he's planning to go ahead and just yeah. do more, you know, different things and stuff like that. I, so. I, I, I totally agree. I, I really hope to see more of him playing excerpt and, and other games too not just I hope this is not just like oh it's in between four and five so I can yeah. take this break you know what I mean so I hope he's willing to keep playing a bunch of different games as well so okay. I mean it's really interesting because I did have a conversation with some people on Twitter like with Eduardo and all these guys like that and they were just saying like it's not good to play multiple games anymore like they're just like you can't specialize in more than one game like you can play other games for fun and learn stuff from them but you really can only focus on one game. I mean, what do you what do you think of that? I think that might be true at the very tippy top levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's not true up until the level where almost everybody is, because mm-hmm. it's just really helpful to learn things from different games. And when you play different games, you do learn things. Right. right. Every game has something to teach. But if you're already at that super high level, like like Ed is, mm-hmm. like Daigo is, um, then it might be better to just focus on one game. Right, really, I mean, right. I can understand that, for sure. Uh, especially if that game is MKX, because you have no idea what's happening <laughs> a week and a half later. Yes. If uh, you don't play it. So. But one thing that the uh, that this tournament did produce was perhaps one of the greatest animated gifts in the world. Like seriously, like this. It, it's not even like the greatest fighting game gif it's like one of the best that i've seen in a while like any context yes uh here let's just i'm just gonna play it on i'm gonna play it on stream here here we go introduce the players (laughs) (laughs) so daigo gets up there and is like hey what's up everyone wait what hey oh everyone's doing it okay (laughs) when you roll up with the squad but forget the pose (laughs) And seriously, That's a really good tweet. Like good tweet. Daigo, like he he he's so cute. Like it's so adorable. Like how it went, dude. Yeah. It's so funny too. That's awesome. And and like, dude, like if you tried to film a scene where someone came up and had that reaction, like I don't think you could even at, like the best actor in the world could have done it as well as Daigo did. Yeah. Because I just like the way he like he's like, 
figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> like really fast, like really fast. He was just trying to get there. So yeah, yeah. It's cool too because he gets a reputation for being like a robot, and whatever. <laughs> but that's not the case. Right. That's not the case. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's cool to see a little bit of personality yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, makes me laugh. But the funny thing is, even if he wanted to choose his personality, he'd want to. Ch- it seems like he wants to be more serious and stuff, and to have that happen, you know. Is just I mean, he's not. I don't think he's really that serious. Like, no, no, I no, no. See him hanging out with people who speak Japanese. He's right, always right. like joking around. And then when you get him drunk, he calls Justin free. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Definitely seen him. You know, we've gone out to events where uh, you know he drinks afterward, and we're all drinking. It's right, right, after party. Right, right. And he's uh, as jovial as anybody else. Yeah. yeah it really it's is. It's true. It's true. So, But yeah, so that was really cool. And, you know, uh, lots of Guilty Gear uh, Revelator news coming out, too. But we'll get to that in just a little bit. So, um, Also that happened just earlier this week. Uh, well, not earlier this week, but previous week was... And, and, dude, this came out of nowhere. Like, it literally was announced right before it started, practically. Pretty much. Which was this Pokken World Invitational took place in Texas, I think it was. And a whole bunch of people were flown out for it to play in this event, including... Was it in... Was I it? want to say it was in Boston. Was it in Boston? Because that's where I heard about the plot going on, but I'm not sure. Oh, was it at the Pokemon World Championships? Yeah. Oh, it was at that. Oh, yeah. shoot. Oh, yeah. well, well, we'll talk about that in a sec. But, but first... Holy crap. Okay, okay. This, this game Pokken, right? So it's been out in Japan uh, for, uh, a, for a little uh, while. Uh, uh, uh. Hasn't been out in North America. And so what they did was they had an exhibition for it where they invited... Fighting game players from across the board, Smash players, Tekken, yeah. uh, Street Fighter, whatever. This list here has uh, Justin, Hugs, NYC Fab, Tasty Steve, Spooky, uh, Rip was out there, and then they and then Markman and uh, D1 were even out there to do commentary for the game. And a couple of the other players. One was a, they were both Pokemon players. One was uh, the card game player. Oh, really? Was, oh, okay, uh, okay, for okay. The champion for the nice, nice. video game. You know, you, you get what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyway, so I thought that was really cool that they invited such a disparate group, mm-hmm. people who represent, like, a bunch of different fighting games, right, right. and people who just represent Pokemon. Yes. I thought that was really smart. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out that uh, that the guy who did well, who's one of the Pokemon players there, actually had been playing the game, from what I heard. He's, been, oh, he's played the really? game before, oh, okay, so he okay, had a little okay, more experience. Okay. Anyway. It's, it's just really interesting, because I guess the way the game turns out, it's when I I didn't get to see any of this event. I did watch a little bit of footage afterwards, not too much though. But it really looks like to me a perfect blend between virtual fight, virtual on, and Tekken. Like it's like when you're fighting, you ha- you're doing this and you're shooting. It looks like you're doing like the dash strafing and stuff yeah. like that. Then when you get close enough, all of a sudden instead of having like those melee moves, it literally turns into like a Tekken kind of game. And apparently you can have assists. So basically. There's a set of Pokemon that you can pick as assists, and they have different powers and such like that. Uh, I don't know. Did you get a chance to watch a lot of it? I did. I watched almost the whole thing. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. What did you think of the game? Very unique. <laughs> and interesting. Not in a bad way. Just right, very, right, very interesting right. looking, uh, I thought. Uh, I like the idea that it has those two phases you were talking about, mm-hmm. and there's a very clear delineation between them because different moves cause switching into the... I think that's called dual phase and field oh, phase, something like that. Okay. And so, like, if you grab, it goes back to one of the phases. Like, there's, mm. like, these ways to switch okay, um, okay. That, I, that I thought were very interesting. And there's, of course, you know, the zoners, and there's the 
Rushdown. Oh, and, dang. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. There's, okay. there's the sort of grappler character and Machamp. I mean, there's all they, <laughs> I, they have the different uh, types of characters. And the mobility is quite different. And they, you know, some like put things out on the ground and some are just shooting stuff at you. And there's a, it seems like there's a lot of variety there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were, you know, I, I heard some people lobbing some complaints that. You know, it's largely most of the combos are just attack, 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 attack. You know, like one button, literally, kind of thing. Like, I think people were saying it feels kind of like Naruto, Makes which sense. I've never played any of those uh -huh. games. But, I mean, do you th feel like it has a, like, from what you saw, do you th feel like it has uh, a potential for a legitimate tournament scene? I don't see why not. I mean, it it has, it certainly has mix-ups and spacing okay. and all those okay. things. Like, there were definitely moments where... Uh, spooky, let's see, what I don't remember what that character was called. Suikune. Okay. Like, start shooting some crap. And in order mm -hmm. to start doing that, she would jump up into the air and start shooting some crap. Uh -huh. Right? But it only hits a certain spot, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, right, so yeah, if you're yeah, outside yeah. of uh -huh, that, uh -huh, uh -huh. you can, like, do something to counteract. And, and that right, happened. Right. So people, so towards the end of it, people started, like, to outrange, you know, sort of figured out the ranges. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's a different looking fighting game, but it's just okay. a... Cool. It's just a fighting game, really. Yeah, the the mix-ups are quite different, though. No, no overhead lows. Mm -hmm. It's really just okay. like grab. Well, that's really interesting because Tekken's a very overhead, high, yeah. low kind of game based game. So, okay. Well, I mean, was it only just the eight players that were there for the invite? I think so. Okay. Yeah. So tied for seventh were Spooky uh, and Jason K. Uh, is that the was that the card player, Jason K? Do you know? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. And then tied for fifth was Tasty Steve and Sejun Park. Uh, fourth place was Hugs. Third place was With N Machamp. Yeah. Third place was NYC Fab. Second place, Justin Wong. Yeah. And first place, Rip, aka Ripple Parbu. Tempo Storm, Ripple Parbu. Yes. Taking first place, which actually shocked me. Not because I I don't think he's good, but it's because Justin is so good on those day one tournaments. That's you know true. what I mean? He's like he won that. Remember in Street Fighter Five at E3, he blew everybody up with Bison. Then when Mortal Kombat 9 first came out, he won that event. Justin's just really good at adapting to games super fast. So props to Rip for, for taking first place at this event. So I, I hear you. He, he yeah. played very well. Pikachu looks really good. Did they have a, a grappler Pikachu? Like Pikachu Libre yeah, or like something? Yeah, like Pikachu or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering, is it like an actual grappler Pikachu? I don't know. It That'd wasn't played. That'd be sick if nobody played Gengar. That made me so sad. <laughs> I wanted to see what Gengar would do, like how that character plays. But no, it was it was really cool to watch. I, I really enjoyed it. I wish that it was announced a little bit more. I thought that was very strange that it yeah. just sort of appeared. It was a weird but. marketing strategy. I mean, uh, I mean, there's a little bit more news, you know, re regarding it. Do you want to talk about like? Because I kind of want to talk about the setup with the controls and yeah. stuff like that. Do you want to talk about that when we announce, when, like, later on when we just talk about games, or do you want to talk about that now? That's all we talk about now. Okay. No, I mean, because what they said was, which was really interesting, is that it wasn't even played on arcade joysticks. It was yeah. played, like, on, like, the arcade machine itself, I guess, that they're going to release in Japan. Literally, it has a thing that with pads hanging off of it, it looks like. And so it's like you're playing an arcade game on control pads. Yeah. So it's almost like they're just setting it up for the home system at this point. I think you're right. So, I don't know. It just seemed like a cool idea to me. You know, a good balance, and it doesn't. And another thing too is because of that 3D movement part, it's probably really important to have analog controllers. So it's probably easier to just do that on a pad 
as opposed to trying to build analog controllers into the joystick and mm. stuff like that. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, as you said, there was a little bit more news about it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. About the sort of larger event, uh, people were found. A couple of guys were found who had driven there uh, from Iowa, if I recall correctly. Okay. okay. And they had guns, and they had ammunition, and they had threats. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To mm -hmm. attack the event, it was yes. at Pokemon World Championships, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and thankfully they were found out, and mm -hmm. and nothing came of it. But yeah, I'm really glad that scary. the people who, because they made some kind of off-color comments that could easily have not been interpreted as threatening. Basically, someone said, you know, like, hey, you guys are going to hang out at this event, or you guys are going to do something, and the guy responded with, like, oh, you mean, like, killing the competition? You know? Wow, really? Yeah, uh, and then someone was like, yeah, ha, 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 respond, because they just thought he was joking. Sure. But some people actually just took that and was like, this just doesn't sound good, and they reported him. Is that how it happened? Yeah, and then so when the guards actually saw them, they they walked in and they recognized them, and so they were able to catch them, and they found, like, all this stuff in their car and all these, like, all these weapons in their car and everything like that. I didn't know that. Gee, yeah. I didn't know that was the story. That's crazy. Yeah, it was something to that effect. Yeah. So, I'm really glad someone read that and was like, this just doesn't seem good, you I know? guess, yeah, but what a what a... Lucky catch. I don't yeah, know. I know, right? Exactly, exactly. Very, so. very strange. Yeah. Um, but well, no, what were you going to say? I would kind of like to talk more about, you know, having more security at right, events. Right. Do you, you want to save that for the end then? Yeah. Okay, we'll save that for the end. Let me let me tack that on here. Oh, actually, I already have it there. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit later on because the Hadou kind of put out an interesting tweet, and I do want to get into that a little Agreed. bit. So. Okay. Um, do you want to take a break real quick, or do you want to go into some of the upcoming yeah, let's events? Take a break. Okay, cool. We'll take a break, and when we come back. We'll be talking about all sorts of crazy events that are happening in the next this year, next year, all over the place. So, be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Tuesday Show. Let's talk now about events that are upcoming. That's right. Um, let's just talk about what's coming up this weekend, actually. And speaking of that, let us switch the topics. Come on. Boom, yes. there it goes. All right, so let's talk about stuff that's coming up this weekend. There's actually surprising a lot of different little things that are going on this weekend. So obviously, um, one of the big things that's happening is PAX Prime itself. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any specific like Street Fighter tournaments or anything like that, but I did see that um, Smash is going to have a tournament at, at, at PAX Prime. So um, let me see if they actually have any... Oh, it's, it's going to be VG Bootcamp. So you can check it out on Twitch.tv, VG Bootcamp. It's the PAX Prime Smash Brothers Melee and Wii U tournament. Uh, it's going to be taking place at the Western Seattle, which is where PAX Prime is. So yeah, there you go. So that's going to be going on this weekend. Um, also going on this weekend, pretty big one in terms of fighting games. Uh, one of Big E's events, Summer Jam. Summer Jam 9 is taking place this weekend. And um, yeah, I think dude, they, it's like every game. It's, yeah, I mean, that's the way it's what he always expect. does. But I mean, if you want to catch this one this weekend, it's going to be twitch.tv slash Team Spooky, of course. NYC Furby is going to be streaming. KPB Live is going to be streaming. Nika KO, Nika underscore KO is going to be streaming. That's probably Third Strike. 
Oh, that's right. Huh? That's probably Street Fighter 3. Yeah, Combat Network is going to be streaming, and Smash Studios is going to be streaming as well. Awesome. Um, once again, if you check out at Ace King Offsuit, he just tweeted out a bunch of... Um, oh, no, he just tweeted out a bunch of graphics for SE on Prelude. I wonder if he's made any for Summer Jam yet. Mm, okay, I'll have to think about that. But um, Okay, but in any case, um, yeah, so that's one of Biggie's big events that's coming up this weekend. And um, just like I had just mentioned, uh, SCR Prelude is coming up this weekend as right. well. This, however, is a one-day event. This, of course, is being made by the Level Up Live crew. And uh, this will be streamed on twitch.tv slash Level Up Live, and as well as Level Up Live 2. Um, Which day is this? This is Saturday. Saturday. This is actually Saturday. And it's uh, Ultra Street Fighter 4, UMVC 3, Mortal Kombat X, Exerd, Killer Instinct, P4A, U, uh, Blaze Blue, Chrono Phantasma Extend, Super Smash Brothers, Wii U only. Hmm. No melee at this event. Interesting. As well as Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax. Okay, so so many more games than the previous SCR Prelude. Yeah, yeah, because the previous one was only like six games or something like that, right? It's very, it's very few, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be happening. Of course, this is all leading up to the SCR uh, in October. So, right. yeah, that's happening this weekend as well. So. Big East Coast tournament, big West Coast tournament here. Um, also, Hong Kong, dude, the Chinese just, they have the best naming scheme for their tournaments ever. So this tournament apparently is called the Hong Kong Esports Tournament. How descriptive. Um, it's, it's even less descriptive than the Taiwan fighting game they introduced. Because <laughs> it be might not be yeah, the electronic uh -huh, uh -huh. sports played by any of the e-athletes. Yeah, exactly. So I don't actually even know necessarily if, um, like, I just don't even have any information here in terms of who's streaming it or anything, but you can go to hkesports.com to find out more yeah. information. Again, this is all events that are on the FGC calendar provided by Malice is Godlike. Um, so you can always check that out at tinyurl.com slash FGC calendar. Another event this weekend, the premier Super Turbo Tournament on the planet, X-Mania, which took place at EVO two years ago, yeah. uh, at EVO 2014. This year, it is happening this weekend. It is back in Japan. It's gone to... France, I think it was a couple of times. Yeah. It was Europe a couple of times, and it was at Evo. Back now here in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, this will actually be oh, that's so sick. Streamed on Twitch.tv. That's cool. Oh, Instead of wow. Nico okay. Nico Live awesome. or something like that. So Twitch.tv slash Mikado underscore SSF2X. So M I K A D O underscore SSF2X. Um, on on the 29th, it's going to be a singles tournament. On the 30th, it's going to be the three-on-three -three team yeah. tournament. So definitely check that out. What time it's is Mania. that, if it says? Uh, it says, let me see if they have it here. Yeah, it, it had it at the top. Oh, okay, it's it's starting at 12 a.m. basically on Saturday. and then Is this um, specific time? Or any, any idea? Question. If that's uh, explicit. That's a good question. We may... A be able to look um well we'll find that out but yeah, in any okay. case it's sometime this weekend definitely yeah. check out twitch.tv slash mikado underscore ssf2x if you want to watch any of the best st players in the world yeah. i also got a tweet earlier um from a rio kaganda i guess and he's just mentioned that on the 30th which i believe is sunday 
Uh, there's going to be an online Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma Extend tournament uh, with a $250 pot in there. Uh, it's like at afreeca.tv. Uh, I retweeted it earlier, but you can find it at monokeros, which is M-O-N-O-K-E-R-0-S. So go there on Twitter. Again, that's M-O-N-O-K-E-R-0-S and find his tweet about it. If you're interested in entering a $250 pop bonus uh, online Blaze Blue Tournament. Sponsored by Africa TV. Yep, that's correct. So okay. there you go. Things that are happening this weekend. Yep, that's this weekend. And of course, uh, that's not all that's happening because if you notice on the side here, it says upcoming events. There you go. Yeah, beautiful. Good job. Did good that job. work? Yeah, Did that work? Work. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, lots of good stuff happening soon. So we talked about Summer Jam. Uh, and then if you also remember last week, we mentioned that Capcom Cup was announced to be on the same day as NEC, right. which is another Biggie tournament. So Biggie, who does a Winter, ja uh, winter, winter Brawl, winter Brawl. Summer Jam, and NEC. But unfortunately, Capcom... You know, they had to go along with the PlayStation experience, so they announced it on the same day as NEC. Well, the Capcom guys actually, I mean, they've said they didn't want to step on anybody's toes. Right, they're and, very explicit about that. And they are the backing up their word right. because they helped Biggie get another venue for a week later. Yeah. So NEC is now being relocated to December 11th through 13th. They have a new venue, and the one tweet that I saw from Big E was, wow, I can't wait till you guys check out this new venue. Like, he seems really excited about it. So, seriously, like, big ups to Capcom for helping them out. I mean, yeah. that, that, they didn't even have to do it, because they don't have to explain themselves, because they're stuck on PlayStation Experience, yeah, right? Yeah, obviously the date was just up to Sony. Right, that's it. and so the fact that they went above and beyond to help them with yeah. this, I think that's fantastic. I'm super happy for everybody. And you know, that, that prevents those two, because NEC is big, right? There's, yeah. It's like of the three big E events, this one's always considered the biggest one, yeah. right? It would be a shame to, have, to, to grab a lot of people and not have them at you know, NEC because they're watching Capcom Cup or something like that. Yeah, so, no, um, it, it's, it's really nice. And it definitely backs up Capcom's Capcom USA's assertion that you know they don't want to step on toes, mm -hmm. that they that they don't want this to be just some developer coming in and just taking <laughs> over. Right, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. definitely uh -huh. happened in some yeah. you know esports type games. Yeah. So it's just it goes a long way toward backing that up, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think that that is awesome. Uh, the the people who are involved running the, the Capcom Pro Tour, all former players. Yep. Mm -hmm. All former mm -hmm. players in. Street Fighter and Marvel and Smash and, mm -hmm. you know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, also at NEC, um, I saw that uh, Stickbug announced that Exert at NEC is going to have a $2,000 pot bonus. And Uniel is going to have a $750 pot bonus. Shoutouts to Undernight. Yeah. And not only that, too, but I heard a lot of Japanese players were, were coming to NEC. Oh. I don't know how the date change is going to affect it. Hopefully a lot of the Japanese players haven't bought their tickets or they'll let them change it. Right. You know, 
but uh, you know NEC is always a big anime tournament anime game tournament so I think a lot of Japanese players are going to be flying out to that event so that's going to be super cool again two thousand dollar pop bonus um, he even said um, uh, that some people expressed interest in Blaze Blue 3v3 as, as a main event at NEC cool. and so if if you're interested definitely contact Stickbug on Twitter that's at ST1CKBUG. Right. So Stickbug, check that out and uh, tweet him your thoughts about that. So, um, speaking of anime games, uh, CE Otaku, another tournament that's trying very hard to be, you know, mostly about the anime games. Registration is live. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And they sent out some early numbers. Now, the early numbers are never indicative of anything, especially in the fighting game community. Yeah. Because people always go towards the end. But it still was interesting to note that there was a lot of people signed up for all these games, and Marvel had one person signed up. Yeah. But then again, Marvel's probably the one community that would be most likely to wait until the last week. Oh, man, maybe so. <laughs> when, when is the final date? Does it say there when it's oh. taking place? Because I don't recall offhand. October 17th through 18th, CEO talk. Yes. Okay, so it's mm -hmm. not for a little while. Yes. I, I don't really know why Bailey put it out, because it's just making us talk about it. Not just yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. general, Everybody people. was talking about it, yeah. yeah. And, and people see, like, oh, one entrant for oh, one Marvel's game. Marvel's dead. Oh, uh -huh. you know, the, the highest game has, like, 30 people or whatever, 30 right, people. Yeah, uh -huh. And it's, it yeah. sounds silly, but that's it's, almost it's, two months away. Right, and in right. fighting game registration terms, that's forever. Yeah, that's I mean, correct. one thing I will say about uh, Jabaley, he's he's very, he likes to you know, be very open about a lot of the stuff that he's doing. Yeah, so. which is very nice. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. I really uh, appreciate uh, that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, cool hey. stuff for that. Um, also, very cool. So there's a tournament, First Attack, that takes place in Puerto Rico. No association to my show, First Attack. That's true. In Dude, fact, I, you guys I, have talked it over. Yeah, I know. I've talked to him about that. I was like, really? You stole my name? And he's <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, First Attack is an event in Puerto Rico. And uh, what's really cool is uh, this is supposed to take place um, on September 4th through 6th. So during Labor Day weekend. I know a lot of players are actually going there. I think, yeah, it says PR Balrog, Infiltration, EX Pugera, Takumi. They're all heading out there. Wow. But the cool thing that they just announced is that Street Fighter V is going to be playable there. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it, it looks like um, since it's part of the Capcom Pro Tour, they're going to be bringing Street Fighter V to there so people can actually get a chance to test it out. And I think that's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. That's September 4th through 6th or yep. something? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, September 4th. You know, I originally was uh, considering going to that. Oh, really? One of my friends is getting married in Fiji. Okay. Oh. And I'm not going to Fiji. Uh. I'm instead going to the party that she's having in Southern California for everybody who can't go to Fiji. Okay, 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 okay. So that's the same weekend, unfortunately. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, some people in the chat are saying that uh, infiltration's going, but. Cool. Uh, Oh, some people saying that PR Balrog is no longer going. I heard he can't make it, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. That's really unfortunate. Because, I mean, obviously that's his home country. I'm sure he would love to be able to see his family and stuff like that. So, oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. So. Well, there are lots of Puerto Ricans in the scene. So. <laughs> it's funny, too, because, like... It's a lot of talent. Some people are talking about, like, destination weddings. Like, my cousin... 
literally created a destination wedding so that people wouldn't go. <laughs> I really think that's part of it. Yeah. For uh, a lot of people. Yeah. I really uh -huh. do. Dude, Wait, let she, me. She would, because she was basically like, look, I have to invite like 300,000 people to this wedding, and I really don't want to. I want a small wedding. So I'm doing a destination wedding so that most people won't go. And it worked, right? I so. guess. It's just. It's just <laughs> Especially, look, here's the thing about flying to Fiji from the U.S. It takes two days. What? Because you're crossing the international date oh, line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So in order to fly there, we, there's only one flight that leaves the West Coast right, and goes direct right, to Fiji. Right. And it leaves at night, and you arrive the next the next, next morning. Right, yeah, yeah. And her wedding is on Tuesday, <laughs> which means that the it's whole week is It's in the middle of the gone. week? It's yeah. in the middle of the week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's impossible, okay, clearly. okay. okay. And yes, I know. As soon as I said Puerto Rico and as soon as I said country, I knew I was going to get crap for it. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even bother. Yeah, I, I knew it was going to happen. As soon as I said it, I was like, damn it. Like, I mean, I, I can't call it a state. No, it's Is just it like a, a province a or a territory. Do you call it a province? No, no it's, it's just, just territory. Yeah. Okay. It's the U.S. territory. That's the official All right. Role. It's PR Balrog's home territory. There you go. That's what it is. It just doesn't sound any good. So well, it yeah. doesn't. And, uh, you yeah. know, there's a pretty good reason why it uh, maybe shouldn't <laughs> just be a territory anymore. But. Oh, yeah. Okay. In any case, uh, we've talked about a lot about like the Topanga League um, uh, results from all the different cities. Well, they've announced that Topanga League Five, uh, which is the B League, is starting on September fourth. Oh. So remember, we were announcing some of the people who who uh, were the top placers of their city. Well, they've announced the B League players, and the B League players is a lot of them. Um, and of course, the way that this works, if you guys don't know, it's a round-robin event. Basically, the whole goal is to get into the A-tier group of players. And then they do a round-robin there, and then you win a ton of money. So a bunch of the B-level players play against each other, and then they fight against like the two lowest scorers from last year's A-league. And they basically try to take their spots in the A-league, if I'm not mistaken. If that's how it, it, sounds, it sounds right, yeah. yeah. So the players announced for the B League right now are God, some, how are some of these people not in the A League? <laughs> Fudo with Feilong, Pugera with Ibuki, Santaro with Sagat, da Dashio with Seth, uh, Ninomai with Rose, Nishikin with Blanca, Sasaki with Cody, Pepidai with El Fuerte, Kawaguchi with Rose, Mago with Yang, Nisei with Makoto. We were just talking about him. Gachikun with Sagat, Matsuri with Chunli. Uh, I I with Jury. Oh, cool. Okay, I I with Jury. Shiro with Abel. MDR with Rufus. Uh, minus six with Poison. Minus six was the Cami player from a while ago, wasn't he? I believe, like back around Super Days, I think. It's a really? long time I, ago. I'm pretty sure he played Akuma, but I'm not sure. Oh, about, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Anyway. And Hagijin with Zangief. It's super cool that Masuri got there because uh, she, you know, she's the woman player, right? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, And she yeah, did really yeah. well in, in, in the Topanga sort of qualifier. I think she right, won one right. of them, mm -hmm. um, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, so. I'm, I really hope that she does well. She's the one I'm rooting for in there. Oh, okay, cool. And, and apparently, even, even though Chun Li, and you know my feelings on Chun Li, <laughs> but I'm, I'll, I'll put up with it. Yeah. Oh well, there's two slots also open for two online qualifiers as well. So, but uh, yeah, the first place of each block is gonna get uh, about eight hundred and five U.S. dollars. So sweet. Uh, yeah, but then of course 
they will be getting into like the like we said the top players have a chance to get into the A League as well. So cool stuff, cool stuff. Definitely, I really like what they're doing over there. Keep it up. Okay, so as they are. Uh, that's it for upcoming events. Uh, do you want to take another break and then we can get into the game news? Sure. Okay. Cool. No problem. We will be right back, guys. Okie doke, welcome back again to the Tuesday show. There's plenty of game news as well. Yes, lots of stuff going on. Indeed. And uh, one of my most anticipated games, yeah, uh, Guilty Gear Exert Revelator. Lots of announcements going on this weekend. So some people, I I'm not sure what the deal was, but I, I don't know if they got access to an early arcade board, but there was a bunch of uh, streams uh, yeah. where they were streaming some Revelator footage. Yeah. And going over like all of Jackie Jack O's uh, basic moves and Johnny's stuff, and uh, I don't know. Did you get a chance to watch a lot of that? I watched the not a lot of it. I wouldn't say, but I did watch a good maybe twenty minutes of okay. this footage. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just gonna start and just Johnny. Jeez, he looks so cool. <laughs> like just seeing him in the game and seeing him move and seeing just 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 Johnny is just back like. I'm, you think he's that cool, huh? Yeah. I'm just so excited for that because it's just like he was the character that I used. He was I know, the character I that I got used to. Yeah. And so just, oh, man. And, and dude, he looks so good. Yeah, I heard that. Like yeah. some of the stuff that they gave him. So like one of the things that you did with Johnny is every single character, and this is one of the reasons why I had I couldn't play Guilty Gear was because it's so different. It's like every character had a different combo in the corner that you hit him with a certain sequence with a certain timing so that when you do Ensenga in the air, the first hit hits them and the second hit whips. Uh -huh. The first hit is unteckable. The second uh -huh. hit is not. I see. And that was a big deal. Because yeah, basically if you hit him at, with Ensenga and he got both hits, they would flip an air dash out of the corner. Uh -huh. If you hit him with one hit, they fell in the corner and you just got all this pressure, right? Sure. Dude, his... Divine Blade in the air just does that for you now. It just grounds you on the floor, and it looks like it's super easy to end his air combos with it. So it's just like air combo, and with this, pfft, on the ground. And I was like, geez, this looks really good. That's cool. But he, I mean, he just, it's just, it's Johnny again, and he just looks so cool. I'm like, All right. totally, totally psyched for this character, and I can't wait, because... Exert came out, I couldn't find a character. I yeah. couldn't find a character, and I wanted to get into the game so much. When Johnny's out, dude, I'm just like, some of his combos that I saw were just ridiculous, and his destroy was just like so cool. His destroy was pretty cool, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. 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 For, for, for my part, I wanted to try out Exert, and, uh -huh. and I did. Right. But I had sort of a more severe character crisis than I think you did. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I, I don't have the history with Guilty Gear. Right. I played Exert, I played XX for like a month. Right. Uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. When it came out a million years ago. So I, I was interested in playing it, but I wasn't like married to playing it. Right. You know? So right, when right, I didn't right. find a character that I thought was fun, I was just like, yeah, you know, I'll keep playing whatever game I'm playing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, no big deal. For this one, though, I really am interested in Jacko. She just looks <laughs> like a really unique, weird, interesting character. Yeah. Lots of setups, interesting mobility. Uh, really interesting pressure and space mm -hmm, control mm -hmm. and just a lot of cool ideas you know so yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that yeah, if people didn't get to watch a lot of the videos she literally puts out three different minion types she creates home base that spawns minions yeah and the base has its own life meter yeah the minions have their own life you meter. can hit them 
Yeah, and they have three different ones out there. So you can go like punch, kick, slash. And then all of a sudden you have all three different minions running out there. There's an fighting. air one, you know, yeah. there's, a, there's a ground one, there's a sort of mid one. Yeah, the, the, there's one that just basically attacks kind of in the air, but then there's one that only attacks and shoots a bullet if you go above it, is what it is. Oh. It's like if you jump, then it shoots a homing bullet at you oh, or something okay. like that. Okay. But dude, so with that ability, like I've already seen some crazy combos. I think you retweeted one where someone was just like planting things and just yeah. like, so with the, with all that freedom to like plant all those miniums and the freedom of Roman cancels, do people like? I can already tell Arc System Works is taking a big risk with yeah. this character. Oh, it's, it's, it's obvious. It's obvious. <laughs> like they're just putting it out there and go, let's see what people can do. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. there could be some crazy things coming up. Like the footage that I saw, where once she gets all three of those things out and has the opponent in the corner, she, they're just pressing buttons on the opponent <laughs> and she can still move around and do stuff and she can explode them yeah she can like trigger self-destruct yeah and she but she she blows up too if she's close right except she has a move that absorbs projectiles so like she has this move that absorbs projectiles so you can see him when he throws gun flame it just like sucks the gun flame she's like whatever and it also absorbs her own explosions interesting <laughs> i was like Damn! Oh my god, that seems so good. But yeah, she's she looks really neat. She looks really, really neat. Definitely yeah. not how I expected it to, to go. Because just when you see from the first artwork, you just think she's going to attack you with the, the, the little pumpkin yeah. chain or be like Green Goblin and throw pumpkins right. at you and stuff like that. Nope. She throws out goons all day. So yeah, she's she's she looks really interesting. So She is definitely a weird character. So I'm, I'm interested in how yeah. she turns out. You know, when Excerpt first came out, I remember thinking sort of the same about Ramethal. Mm -hmm. And then it turned out that yeah. she just didn't play like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that's not the case for Jack. Right. I really hope that she does play a true zoning game. Because as, 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 as various as all the characters have been in Guilty Gear, Rushdown has always been kind of the preferred MO in that game. Okay. There hasn't been a lot of keep-away characters. Maybe Venom, but Venom even still got you in the corner and locked right. you down with, with pool balls all day. If Jacko can be, like, the true zoner, I think that would be really, really sick. It's going to be frustrating as hell to fight against this character like once people get good at her, I bet. But it should be pretty interesting, so... Agreed. I still think that the coolest thing is that two Jackos, that the goons fight each other. I, that I, is cool. I just think that's so funny. That is it's cool. So they make so. these little noises that are amusing. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But yeah, uh, super hype for that. And again, like I said, just Johnny. Oh, gosh, I'm just so excited for Johnny. It's so funny, too, because like, when Johnny used to hit you with the super, it always put him on the left. That's why the screen always flashed white, and then when they reappeared, Johnny was always on the left. Even if you started, didn't, even didn't if matter. you started on the right, just because he drew a J, and they just didn't want to mirror image the J. I don't know if it's just because it's 3D that they they have a little more freedom. It's not sprite tied now, so now they have it so that it doesn't matter. And I just thought that was actually kind of funny because <laughs> cool. I saw a super hit from the right side, and he stayed on the right side. I was like. Eh. <laughs> Interesting. That's so, cool. Yeah. Cool to but, notice that dude, kind of thing. I'm, I'm so, dude, I'm, you, like, I haven't been this excited for a fighting game character in a long time, so. Sweet. But um, another cool thing is that, you know, along with announcing Jam that they, uh, at, at Arc Revo last week, right. uh, they announced that the, the next Guilty Gear character is going to come down to a vote. 
and it's going to be an in-game vote in, Jap in Japan Arcade only. I don't know exactly how it works, but it's like arcade players, when they do something in the arcade, they have a chance to vote on which character com is coming up next. Hmm. So I don't know like if there's just a set list of characters right. or if you can write in whoever you want or whatever like that, but all I know is that everybody should vote for Biken. So put Biken in the game, please. Biken. Biken! Biken! Yeah, I know a lot of people are saying that Bridget's probably going to win, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can see that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm actually surprised that it, not a lot of people have been talking about Dizzy. Because Dizzy has an in-game model already in the story mode, like Johnny did. Right. And so everyone was like, Johnny's going to be in there, and sure enough, here comes right. Johnny. And then it was like, that's Jacko, a good, that's a good point. and then here comes Jam. It's like, wait, where's Dizzy? Dizzy has an in-game model, so... Oh, that's true. Um, and then the last thing as well is that when Exer launches in the arcade, um, I'm not sure, I don't remember what the date is about this is, but apparently Arc System Works promises significant announcement during uh, Guilty Gear Exer Revelator's launch event. Okay. So that's all they said. That's all they said. So. Now, is it with respect to... Guilty Gear Xer? Nobody knows, actually. It's not even in, that in fact, some people are saying that, you know, Arc System Works desire to create a brand new franchise. You know, who knows what's going to happen, so maybe... Wow. You know what actually would be sick, though? What if they announced a Guilty Gear Cross-Blaze Blue Cross-Persona game? That would be super cool. Dude, if they did that, like... And you could, like, make a groove and stuff? Oh, oh dude, if they had I grooves... Don't, I don't even know why I said yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I, I, I know, I know, I know. Dude, that would be so sick. That <laughs> would be super cool. That would be super sick, so, okay, okay. I don't know why I don't even say it. Okay, okay. Never oh, happened. some people are actually saying the announcement is the vote. Oh. Is that what it is? Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I found oh, the these I, the I found these I found these news items I guess in backwards order. Then. Oh yeah, it says all the festivities will be broadcast August twenty fourth. Uh, I mean, because it's go. out. Okay, so. okay, okay. There you go. There you go. My bad. My bad. Damn, we we psyched ourselves up. Like for I two said, reasons. I don't know why we even bothered. Yeah, I know. I anyway, know, let's I know. move on to the okay, next thing. Okay. My apologies, everybody. My apologies. <laughs> I guess I should farm through like the news stories in time order instead of backwards. That makes sense. Because I go through my pages and stuff like that. So, all right, cool. Well, speaking of crazy announcements, yeah, um, there's an announcement of an announcement. Okay. So apparently Capcom is preparing a Street Fighter V announcement for PAX Prime. And this is, of course, just based off of a Yoshi o Yoshinori Ono tweet. He says, we're making preparations... So well, <laughs> we're making preparations something announcement for SFV at PAX Prime 2015 in next week, winky face. <laughs> Two exclamation points. Two exclamation points, yes. So yeah. there you go. Well, well, we'll see what it is. It seemed like a pretty good bet anyway yeah i mean it seems like they're using all these events for character announcements yeah it does it it's does. actually really interesting did you see someone tweeted out like a video where someone had like some crazy conspiracy theory that capcom actually has like 32 characters that they're making right now and oh. that based on who gets leaked they're gonna withhold them and release other ones to, to combat leaks like someone has some crazy conspiracy theory that about that or something cool. like, it'd be pretty funny if that's actually what they were doing We'll never know. <laughs> That's true, because we can't get anything out of Peter and Nidell. No, we tried. 
man. But cool. All right, so look for that. That's coming next this week. Weekend. Yeah, 28th this to the 31st. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Yep. And uh, speaking of, we talked about the Pokken Invitational, so they did announce that the game will be coming to Wii U in spring 2016, so it'll be coming to the home system. It's probably an obvious reason why the arcade machine is with the pad controllers, because they want people to get used to that, so that when they bring it for home, uh, it'll only be, uh, so people will be used to the pad already. But the other thing is, I forgot who was it who suggested it. Was it was it the Rapture who suggested like someone should do a Smash Brothers, Splatoon, and Pokken event like next year after Pokken comes that out. Nintendo Bank. Yeah, make yep. it like an all Nintendo game esports major or that something like cool that. To me. Dude, I, I'd be so down for that. I'd be so down. So. But, uh, With a picture of the wrestling Pikachu, whatever it's called. <laughs> Pikachu Libre. Yes. And then, of course, uh, for those of you who have been keeping track, uh, Rising Thunder just continues to keep putting out updates. Sure, it's just an alpha build, so there's going to be plenty of stuff still coming, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the cool thing about it is a lot of the updates are small, little uh, balance changes here and there. They're already gathering data for that. But also, it's them just testing out a lot of different yeah. uh, special move variations. Last week, I think we talked about the new missile that Vlad was getting. And they even said in their notes, like, we don't even know if this is going to be broken or not. Like, we just want to put this out and see how it goes. Yeah. Well, this, cool. this week, uh, it seems like the main changes came to Chell and Talos. And uh, Chell got slightly nerfed, and they even had a, a message out there that was saying, like, look, we know she's not the best character. We're just trying to make it so that beginners have a better time against this character, but we're not nerfing any of her high-level strategies. So we'll see if that actually plays out, as they said. I played against Chell earlier, and the fact that her crouching roundhouse, crouching roundhouse, crouching yeah, yeah, H, uh, 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 it has less of a range, it definitely is noticeable. Yeah, because that thing hit far, and it was cancelable. It was one of the only cancelable sweeps in the game. So, yeah. And then, and then they gave Talos an armored anti-air grab. Yeah, they did. So now Talos has, yeah, that, that anti-air grab, right? If you've played the game, you've seen it. Uh -huh. Typically you see it in combos or in hard reads. Mm -hmm. That's really about it, because as an anti-air, it was not that great because it got stuffed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It wasn't invincible or armored or anything. Now it's armored. And so... And it's way faster than towards age. Much faster than his other options. And, mm -hmm. and even... You know, people started using the instantly armored ground grab as an anti-air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But there are some characters who can jump from a range such that they can hit Talos, but not land in that command mm -hmm. grab's range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Particularly Dauntless. Holy Dauntless God, can yeah. do that, yeah, for sure. Now, all that's out the window, because it's very easy. I try. I played him. Oh, you're right. So you I tried out Talos. Right, right. Super easy to anti-air. Yeah. I, I anti-aired a crow doing neutral jump. Uh, H, the triple hitting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I anti-air Dauntless, it was easy. Chell, jump early roundhouse, See, it was I, easy. It was just I like. I feel like it's, it's also going to help against Vlad when he starts oh, doing yeah. fly shenanigans. You're just like. Because most of the time when I saw him fly, I would do it, but then his fierce would just hit me before it comes out. Now I'm just going to be like. Grab. So um, I think that that is. That made him, I think, the best character. <laughs> I, I think he's number one. Yeah, as soon as I right saw now. that change, because the thing about it is I was the only one who never really, like, from what I saw, I don't kinetic advance it a lot. I never used it in combos that much and everything like that. So now I can play the way that I've been playing and just have a solid anti-air. 
Dude, I think he's gonna be so good. And oh, he's the best. So someone even mentioned that like someone did low like a low H on him when he because he tried to do a hard read and he absorbed it and the low H just had enough recovery that he couldn't be punished. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> so it's like dang. Yeah, oh, yeah. So when I played, I only played a few times against Crow Dauntless. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talos Vitalos. Talos Vitalos Vitalos Vitalos. Dude, he was popular else, already. He was popular already because he's really fun. Uh-huh. He's he's definitely unique compared to the other characters, and uh, he was good. And now he's the best. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he loses to anybody. I don't know why you wouldn't play him. If, like if there's if you have any interest in him in that sort of style of character, but you were like, well, I don't want to deal with jump ins all the right, time. Right. I don't want to wake up and block all the time, which uh-huh. is what he had to do before these last two buffs. Now. He's yeah, the best. Yeah. So I feel like they'll probably it's just again, just an alpha. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna and, change and for sure. It's gonna the, change for sure. In the development of every fighting game, what you do is you sort of move around the tiers a little bit and you mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm, mess mm-hmm. around with how it is, oh this seems too good, this seems a little right, bit not right, right, enough, right. let's move it around. That's that's what's going on. I'm just curious how they're gonna balance that move. The only way I can see if you balance that move is give it like a nine second cooldown. I think they have to do that in general with, yeah, uh, that with a lot of uppercuts. Yeah. With a lot of uppercuts. Agreed. Actually, here's a question. So I, I've been thinking about this. I, I, I don't like one button uppercuts. I, I actually just don't like it because you can hold back, you can hold down back, you can uppercut. True. It's really hard to do meaty overheads, by the way, because all you have to do is hold down back. And if you see them do this, why would you react by going to back instead of react by hitting your uppercut button? Right? I mean, there's no reason to never uppercut or super. Like, I actually think Dauntless has a weakness that when Dauntless, char- Dauntless charges forward, she flashes blue. So basically, like, when I was Edge, I would just sit there, and as soon as she flashed blue, I hit my super button. As Edge, you can do that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, because Edge's super is ridiculous, right? So I was actually thinking, what do you think of this kind of an idea? What if the uppercut behaved the same, but it only had invincibility if you held forward on the, joy- on the controller? Forward and uppercut is the only way you can get invincible uppercut. It just seems sort of not an, like an elegant solution, maybe. Right, right. But it's just so... But I, I get the point. But if you sit there and go low jab, low jab, low jab, they'd have to stand up to try to uppercut you in between so you could yeah, get him because no, that I was one of the weaknesses of the uppercuts that you had to stand up instead of hold down back and uppercut, right? So. Uh, I, yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. I, guess, I guess for me, I would rather just have a longer cooldown because I like the idea of having a powerful move. That just you don't get to use all right, the time. Right, right. That's all. Okay. And I, okay. I think maybe they have to look at you know when you use kinetic advance mm-hmm, cancels, mm-hmm. you lower the cooldown mm-hmm, on everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe that shouldn't happen. Maybe it should only happen on certain moves, not for maybe not for dragon punches. Right, you know, maybe right. only for fireballs or whatever. You know, some sort of system mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's that's my only sort of system issue with it. Or maybe you shouldn't. The cooldown should only drain if you cancel that move. Because you know how you can uppercut and then cancel something later on to, and still yeah. get the cooldown benefits. You know, maybe something like that. Or I just don't want to have too much of safe, invincible move canceled. It's just kind of yeah. stupid. It's silly. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad, and I'm certainly used to it from mm-hmm. SF4, but it's not ideal. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. it's not ideal. So, you know, any, again, it's an alpha. They'll still figure it out. I definitely, sure, sure. Uh, I definitely have strong faith in the people who will work me on that game. <laughs> yeah, they've made good yes, stuff in the past. Yes, so. exactly, exactly. And, and again, 
the amount of scrutiny that people are putting into a technical alpha is really kind of a good indication of how playable the game yeah. really is right now. It's very fun. I mean, it's not. this is not even a beta. This is a technical alpha, and a lot of people already have strong thoughts about the game. And right. That's. I mean, not. I don't even just mean like opinions about the game, but strong thoughts about balance and this character's so good, here's the matchup chart. Right. Like, it's ridiculous that people are even doing that. But, yeah. you know, that's that's the way it works. So. Did you see yeah. my sick Vlad combo in the quarter? Oh, man, oh I so didn't sick. see it, but no, oh, but you, you did the sick. rocket twice, right? Yeah. You did the rocket twice, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was pretty sick. Because you kinetic advance canceled to yeah. get the cooldown back, yes, yes. It was yeah. fun. It's funny, too, because some people are saying, like, remove Edge. I don't even think Edge is that good. Now I don't. I did think he was when the game came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Dash overhead into uppercut going away, yeah. I think, was probably the big significant change for yeah. Edge. That, that, that's definitely a big one. I think on top of that, though, he just had very easy, super obvious mm -hmm, mm -hmm. gameplay. Like, yeah. there's no... He's not interesting. Dude, no I... No offense. Dude, no, look. I just... I, I said to you a little bit earlier off stream, like, I played Talos... Dude, he's so much more fun than Edge. Like, I, I actually get bored playing Edge a little bit yeah. because he just, it just, I don't feel like I'm doing anything right. very often. I'm, I, I feel like I'm waiting for my cooldown on my run to come back yeah. so I can run again. That's, like, what I feel like I'm doing when I play Edge. Although I did see, I did fight against someone who's using the Fireball one a little bit more, the Fireball variant, which I didn't really like because the cooldown is really long. But I don't use his normal sword blade that often, and the fireball thing seems like it would make the Talos match better. Because I played Edge versus and ta uh, Edge Talos both sides. Yeah. When I played Edge against Talos, I felt like that fight was super hard with Edge, right? And then I played Talos, and I played against Edge, and I just felt like the fight was super easy for Talos. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, I just wasn't scared of Edge at all. Because I was like, what are you going to do to me? Run overhead me? and you're gonna drain this tiny bit of life and you can't do anything off of it and you're minus and you're sitting right next to me, I'm like, come like, come at me, you know, do it. Wait, can't he do the little cancel into the sword thing? Mm -mm, not anymore, they got rid of it. Oh. That was one of the nerfs that he got. I haven't played against Edge in a while. I feel oh, like I never okay, play okay, against okay. him. Yeah, I just, I feel like, I felt like that match is like 6-4 Talos' favor now. So he can just duck and it doesn't matter? You just duck, get hit by the overhead, and you're going to lose a tiny chunk of damage. You, you don't can get super? You might be able to super. You might be able to super. I, I'd have to see what you, you can, can do probably with super that. Yeah, but I just, it just, okay, I didn't, noted. Yeah, I just didn't feel like I was, I cared. I was like, you can hit me with like nine of those, and then I catch you with one super by hitting a button, and then I... You can meet her fast in that game, by the way. Yes, you do. <laughs> I fought against a Dauntless who, like, supered me three times in two rounds. Yeah. <laughs> just like, jeez. I, I think yeah. right now... Oh, so some people are... Oh, okay, I just saw someone say you can super, and then someone else said you can't super. I see that, too. <laughs> it's great. Okay, thanks. Yeah, some people are saying you can't super off the overhead anymore, so... Well, that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said, I haven't played. I played against Edge a lot when the game came mm -hmm, out because mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I think it was because he was just really obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see him and you're like, oh, this is how I play. Right. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while, so. Yeah. Yeah. In any case, my favorite character is Vlad. I think Vlad is well. He was the best. Now I think it's Talos. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Vlad actually, is super fun. From what I've been playing against, I think Vlad is the best character. Like, I, it's just 
hands down best character. That's what I thought. There's two things I feel like that make him super good. Is one that you can do jump jab into fierce overhead, and then close stand fierce into the flying overhead is a true block stream. Yeah. That I feel like is what makes him super good. Uh, yeah. Because basically, if you block fierce, you have to respect. So high low. So here's the thing, right? Getting a cross up in a lot of games was important, not because. It was a left-right mix-up because in like old hyper-fighting super turbo, you just knew it was going to be a cross-up. You didn't care, right? You just blocked it. But the reason why it was such an advantage was it gave you frame advantage, and frame advantage is super important. So Vlad can basically turn close fierce into frame advantage every single time with flight. And so that's why I feel like he's super good. You just have to respect that. And then he can fly cancel again or do all these little low hits. Yeah. And so he always has the frame advantage on you for you blocking that jump fierce. And so it, it's or for just, that stand fierce. It's yeah. just it's very good. It's basically Street Fighter Four, the game engine. Yeah, yeah. But he has a way weirder, more mobile style of movement mm -hmm. than anybody mm -hmm. does yeah. in SF four. So there's no Surprise! Yeah, I think that yeah. uh, that he's really good. Damage is really high. Mm -hmm. Stun output's really high. Mix-ups are ridiculous. In in a weird way, in a weird way, I feel like he shouldn't have an anti-air. Like you know how you can charge that move? Yeah. What I mean, it, honestly, it sucks. Oh, it has a lot of startup. It's not invincible. Oh, it's not invincible. It just lo It doesn't lose that often, but it trades all the time. Oh, okay, it doesn't have okay. very much range. Interesting, uh, interesting. It doesn't do that much damage. Because it still glows orange, which means it has invincibility frames, right? Maybe like it does, but doesn't have a hitbox right. during that time. I, I feel I like know. I feel like it should have invincibility only if you charge it fully. I think that might be kind of interesting. It recovers pretty fast if you charge it yeah, fully. Yeah. It's just it, it's not it's not a great DP, but it's. It's enough for what he has. It just knocks people down. Yeah, Even if uh -huh. it trades. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, But anyway. again, we're talking about a technical alpha like it's a game that came out. Right. And, I know. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah, just, it's that's, just a fun game. It's dude. just an indication of where it's at right yeah, now. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. right, right, right. Anyway, let's move on. Let's okay. Move on. Okay. Uh, actually, question for you. Uh, did you get a chance? I saw that you streamed a little early. You did play a little bit of Street Fighter Five. Yes. Okay. So the I'm, beta is out right now in North America. Right. Did you get any matches in or anything like that? I did, that? in fact. Oh, okay. How did those go for I you? I got better matches this time than the last time. Okay. Cool. Cool. I said I only had one match last time, and it was kind of mm -hmm. crappy mm -hmm. in terms mm -hmm. of lag. Right. This time it was better. There were certainly some that were bad. Still. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. In fact, I got a message from one person afterward that was like, I bet you're not even actually in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, that was awesome. Dude. That's so awesome. Um, so I guess that person's in the U.S. is the right, implication. Right. Uh -huh. But uh, in general, they were they were good. Okay. A couple were bad. Mostly they were good. It was fun. I played a lot of Ryu because mm -hmm. Ryu is a blast. Dude, he's so fun in this so game. So fun in this he's game. He's so fun. Like it's 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 actually scary. People on Twitter earlier this this morning were talking about how they are worried that the game is not going to be that deep. That there's a skill ceiling mm, because right, it yeah, yeah, yeah. seems relatively simple mm -hmm, mm -hmm. compared to four. Right. But that, I just don't think that's the case at all. <laughs> I just really don't. Yeah, I, I have my own thoughts on that. Maybe we can get into it a little bit. Sure. But, um, we can do it later or we can do it after. So, I remember that I bought Guilty Gear Plus R from Japan. Okay. On my PS3. So I was like, wait a minute, I have a Japanese PS account. So, like, I streamed all this Splatoon on Saturday. And then, like, I was like, I'm going to go to sleep. And then at 3 a.m., 
I went and tried to log into the Japanese beta. <laughs> oh, wow. With my Japanese account, and I got it to work. Oh, nice. So I actually streamed three hours of Street Fighter V from 3 to 6 a.m. You were playing across the Pacific Ocean? Yes, across the Pacific Ocean. Wow. And uh, I literally played until, like, the light came up. Dude, it was it was pretty crazy. But huh. it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Who'd and, you use? Uh, everybody. Nice. I, I switched between, like, as many characters. The only characters I didn't play were... Actually, I think Birdie might have been the only character that I didn't play. Birdie was there? Yeah, Birdie was there. They got they showed up partway oh, through. In right, fact, Cammy right, right, right. and Birdie are there now in the U.S. Oh, as they well. showed up. Okay. Some people were saying like that. Yeah. So it was actually super fun. I had some great matches, but, dude, half those people that I was playing against, I swear, weren't from Japan. <laughs> you know, I just really didn't think a lot of them were from Japan. Like, someone joked on the stream chat, if you ever see JP or JPN in their name, it's probably because they created a separate Japanese account, you know? Dude, I did that. Yeah, That's same with, dude. That's called. Yeah, you're dude, right. Mine's J Chen's or JPN, dude. So, but um, I actually had some great matches, you know, even if it was overseas or maybe not. Right, yeah. But, dude, like, obviously I did have some matches that were just, like, the way that I joked about it before on stream, it was like some of the matches that I had looked like, you know, those horror movies where the monsters don't move right? Like it's like splicing between two foot. Yeah. yeah, that's, I've had some, I had some matches that I were I had some like that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, I, I had, I had a blast. I had a blast playing it. It was nice. super cool. It felt fun. Yeah. Um, it's honestly... Because outside of the time that we played with Combo Fiend, I have not played against people. I didn't play it at E3. I haven't played it at any of the events that oh, we've really? gone to. During the first beta, I played one guy. So outside of those, all of that, this was the first time that I actually got a chance to sit down and play against a bunch of people wow. and stuff like that. And dude, Rio's really good. Rio's really good. He's so good, dude. Everything that because he has that chain combo, which is strong, fierce roundhouse. Every combo needs to end with that sequence because it just does the most damage. So, like, I was doing counter crush, max distance, stand, roundhouse, dash up, jab, strong, strong, fierce, roundhouse. I was getting, like, 350 damage off of a crush, a crush counter from, like, far away stand, roundhouse. Interesting. I was like, holy crap, this does a lot of damage. You know what I did? What's that? Well, I haven't even found it, but what I also did uh -huh. was uh, stand strong, stand strong, walk forward, <laughs> stand short, hurricane. But see, now that's a one-frame link. It actually was not that bad. You don't think so? I did it many times. Oh, interesting. Okay, because I, I, I was having trouble getting it to work really? most of the time. Yeah, I could get it maybe like one out of eight times. One oh, out of times. I had it like four times in a row. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. there you I, go. Maybe it was just the look of that one time. <laughs> I don't know. But, huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I also saw Aliyun tweeted. No, somebody tweeted something out about a bunch of changes that are in like a version or something like that or at like GamesCon. Yeah. I saw something about that saying that like everybody's light into mediums are all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for the latest build. Yeah, yeah, so if that's the case, then my combo of jab into strong with Ryu is just not going to work anymore. You know? Yeah, so that, that list created some controversy. I don't have it in front of me, but that was mm -hmm. that was probably the, the biggest one. There were some character things as well. That, though, Carathro's gone, apparently. Right, right, right. Well, Chun-Li was the only one that had an in a decent one. Yeah, that's what they said. And it was funny, too, because I was even noticing that on stream... You know how you can crouch and you still get the throw animation, right? I was actually, you actually have to test crouching moves for character throws as well. Right. Because it's really easy yeah, to do, do now, right? So so I found out like Ryu's low roundhouse like moved you like, seriously, it was like two or three pixels. Oh, okay. It was completely pointless, but, but yeah, I guess they got rid of him. Chun-Li had a decent one, and I actually thought that made Chun-Li kind of interesting, but I guess they're getting rid of the character. They just give her a bigger throw range. 
That's true. That's true, actually. Why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I hope that they do have different throw ranges. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's this. There's been this whole big conversation about whether that's good or whether it's limiting options. You know, the mm-hmm. not having jab jab into a medium punch. Right, right, right. For me, it doesn't matter either way. Right. I really. It doesn't matter to me. I started off in a game where lights like don't matter that much in Super <laughs> Turbo. Yep. Most characters don't combo with lights. Mm-hmm. Couple, not mm-hmm. many. Right. Um, so it's not that big of a deal. But you still use jabs. Right, right. They're still useful. It's just not in the same sort of way, which is fine, I think. Yeah, I mean, my opinion on it is, like, I, I don't mind having the jab links in there. I would just like to see them do a Guilty Gear kind of thing that if you hit them with jab, your combo just prorates to all hell. Just don't do any damage. Yeah, right? so yeah. as soon as you hit with a jab, it's like damage... Drop down to seventy percent. Another jab times by 0.7 again, you know, and okay. just keep just doing that all day. And so basically, the damage just keeps getting like killed the more jabs you put in there. And, uh, and then I would be okay with. I it. think that's fine. I would be because then yeah, it does give a lot of people more options, and and also it makes you want to think about it too. Do I want to just go for the knockdown to get the setup, or do I want to go for the damage? You know, it's kind of interesting different uses between the moves. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. So. My thoughts on the whole concept that it's going to have a low skill ceiling and stuff like that. The way that I picture Street Fighter V right now, I'm actually not worried about the skill ceiling. Because I think when people play the game, it's going to be super fun. I'm worried about the audience. Because, so the best example that I can give is that one year, I think it was Vanilla Marvel at EVO, I was standing on the stage next to Tragic. Yeah. And uh, someone X-factored and did some stupid three-character comeback and killed, and the audience went nuts. Yeah. And Tragic looked at me, he was like, worst player mechanic, best audience mechanic. <laughs> and it's true, right? So the problem with it is making a game fun to watch is very rarely in sync with making a game fun to play. While you're playing Street Fighter, it's going to be fun when you're getting thrown or this or mix-up and you're just getting red all day. But what I've heard some complaints from some people is when they watch it, it's the same combos and it's the same sequences over and over again. Strong, strong, scissor, strong, scissor, or strong, strong, sweep. It always looks the same. So you're going to see the same thing happen over and over and over again. And while the players playing it are going to be like, this is so sick, right? Like the people watching it, it's like cross Tekken. Short, strong, blah, into launch into this, into this. The footsies was really interesting, but it always resulted in every, in 100% of the characters doing the same combo, which is light, medium, heavy, launch. I mean, it didn't juggle, end up juggle. like that. Yeah, that it was, didn't end up. That was like month one. It was like year one. Well, okay, but among, <laughs> among people who like the game. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. No, it got better afterwards, but yeah. it was too late by oh, then. It was right? too late, you're right, yeah. But the problem was everyone saw the same combos over and over and over again. That's what I'm worried about in Street Fighter V. I, I mean, yeah. that happens in SF4. Right. <laughs> in SF4, no character has more than, like, three combos. Right, right, That right, they right. bring out. Maybe there's, mm-hmm. like, some theory combo that right, 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 right. DJ does jump fierce, crouch fierce mm-hmm. that never happens. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, but uh, instead, you, you just see, like, Rose does, like, crouching strong, or, like, yeah. Rose Speedy, right? yeah. or, or, yeah. or Faye does, uh, like, uh, uh, jab, jab, recto, or that's all, it's already in yeah, there. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I mean, I mean, really, like, SF4 is not some super complex game. No. I think it has this reputation for, nowadays, anyway, right, for right, being right. complex. 
let me tell you, when the game came out, it had a reputation for being super simple mm -hmm. and not worth strategy. Doesn't didn't have strategy. Mm -hmm. People thought it was just drag. Wait, wait for your meter and then right. free escape, and then you're back to boring footsie game. That's right. what everybody thought about it. But uh, it didn't end up like that because a lot of people played it and spent the time to mm -hmm, sort of mm -hmm. figure out what was interesting mm -hmm. in it. And I think that the same thing will happen for SFI. Like, well, so here, here's the difference, right? I mean, even a lot of people in the stream are like, what, Street Fighter Four had all the same combos, right? It was all the same combo within the character, right? The problem is, is that it's the same combo for every character in Street Fighter Five right now. Almost everybody is like strong, strong special. Strong, strong sweep. Strong, strong special. Kami does it. Ryu does it. Chun-Li does it. Bison does it. They all do strong, strong special. Strong, strong special. At least, even though Evil Ryu's all did the same combo, it looks vastly different than a, Fu a Fuerte combo, which well, looks true. vastly different than a Rufus combo. It's vastly different than a Honda combo, which is... Va they all do the same combo over and over again, but they're different from each other, so the characters look different. But in this game, it's like cross up strong, strong into special, cross up strong, strong into special. Every character's like that. And I mean, so I remember when Marvel 3 came out and everybody was doing MMHS, and I remember mm -hmm. thinking, like, oh man, is this going to be the whole game? Right. Uh -huh. No. Yeah, exactly. It's so, not. So, so yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I just don't think that it's going to be that much of an issue. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really. I think that people. There's a lot of people looking at SF4 with rose colored glasses right now. Which Ooh, is common, cool. yeah. Which makes sense. Which everybody does. Everybody with, does. Right, right, right. With the older games. Yeah. Sure. Uh -huh. I do it with it. Well, I try not to do it with SD, but I'm sure I do it still. You know what I, mean? <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't mean to, but yeah, I'm sure yeah, I do yeah. it. Because uh, uh, uh. that was my first game, and uh, I'm sure people who grew up on SF4 will do the same. They are doing the same. Yes. It's already, it's already mm -hmm. happening. Absolutely. But at the same time, there are people who were looking back at SF4 and now saying, like, oh, man, this is game. game. I'm so happy to be done with this game. Yeah. People who played it for six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. There, there's definitely a middle ground between those yeah, two. Yeah. Where it was a good game. Okay. It's, right. it's not the greatest game. In right. my opinion, it's not the greatest game ever, but mm -hmm. it was a good game. It lasted a long time. It had a great <laughs> life. It had a lot of good stuff going for it. And it had some problems, too. Yeah. So, just make... You, you you don't need to look at it and say, you know, bring up things like that combos in SF5 seem like everybody right. does the same right, thing. Because right. that's... I, I get your point that at least yeah, different yeah, yeah, characters yeah. Uh -huh, did uh -huh, different uh -huh, things, uh -huh. but within what, uh, any right. character, there right. were like two, maximum three right. relevant combos. I mean, to be fair, I don't agree with what I'm saying necessarily right now. It. It's yeah. kind of like very devil's advocate-y kind of thing, because... I mean, like, a lot of people talk about CBS 2 and Third Strike and how great those games were, and they don't remember Top 8 at EVO. Yeah, sure. Like, it was just CBS 2 Sagat and Like, Chun speaking of combos, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, CBS 2 didn't have that many combos right. outside of sick combo videos. But on top of that, it, basically a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, uh, and all the A-group things were boiled down to, like, get into your thing, and then you just did your repeat thing. Repeat over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Boring. Exactly. In, uh -huh. in Third Strike, as Q, I think I had, like, three combos. <laughs> That's yep. it. Yep. Even well, he was, only had, like, one bufferable move. <laughs> oh, actually, he had three. Oh, okay, okay. One of them didn't combo into anything. Right, back with Roundhouse. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, was that only for Perry Bait? Oh, who did? Come on. Okay, it's, okay. They okay. spent no time on that character. Okay, okay, I have no idea. okay. okay. Uh, anyway, other characters were the same. Not that many characters had that many yeah, combos. Right. Yon uh -huh, had uh -huh. combos. 
maybe Ken did just because he was an all-around kind of character. Because Shifu worked on everything. Exactly. That's why, exactly. right? So that but was that's really thing. it. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. it's never been the case that SF games have had lots of combos. Right, right. It's exactly. never been that case. It's yeah. not going to be that case. Every character will have three combos or what something like that. It's mm -hmm. not going to be that many. Right, it's right. It's going to be like every SF game where it's more about the mid-range and finding opportunities and looking for hit confirms. That's it? Right, right. Exactly. Like I said, I mean, I played it and I had a blast. I, I was really enjoying it. I didn't mind it so much. You know what I mean? And I, I was finding, like I said, interesting combos off of crush counters. Right. But it is kind of one of the reasons why I might be sad to see lights into mediums gone completely. It's because I was finding some variety out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, different situations can produce different things. Like, Ryu could actually do low short stand jab into stand strong and stuff like that. It was kind of interesting. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But I definitely, um, I, I don't have any problems with it. We're six characters into it. Yeah. Well, there's nine characters into it now. But oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair but enough. But even We're, still, yeah. presumably that's not as many as there are going to be. Yeah, I mean, there's supposed to be 16 in this first right. in the first release, right? Who knows what the hell is going to come up next. We, I mean, dude, you're going to have a character like Dalsam. He's going to have no combos. And right, which would like, be fine. Right, and then maybe, like, they throw in Karen, and then she's got all these Rekkas, and she has all these, like, follow-ups or something cool. like that, right? Oh, they put in Alex. He's a grappler. He has no combos. You know what I mean? Like... I would have no problem if he had no strong into something combos, sure. you know what I mean? Because that's just the way it works. So All I want is variety. Yeah. That's it. That's the, just the number one thing. It's such a ridiculous long way to go that I just don't think it's really a concern right now. And plus yeah. the other thing is... I think you're probably right. And I also feel like as well is they're really kind of billing this game like the, from, from the talk that they gave at EVIL. The way I see them presenting the game is I don't expect it to be patched as often as Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But I definitely feel like they're going to try to pull like more of a League of Legends kind of thing. Like maybe patch it after seasons or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Because they said that there's only going to be one version of the game. They already talked about this, how it's, you know, you never have to buy it again to right. get updates and stuff. So I feel like that they kind of have this model in mind. So for me personally, I believe that Street Fighter V is going to be a very liquid game. So I, I'm not expecting a lot of things. I expect if someone's overpowered, I expect it to get changed quickly. Let's just put it, it that sense. way. So I don't expect it to be a very stagnant kind of game. At CEO, I talked with uh, some Capcom rep, mm -hmm. and the person was asking, you know, MKX was up on, on the mm -hmm, big mm -hmm. screen. And I was telling the person how much I liked the game. Mm -hmm. True. I really liked the game. But... Um, we always have to qualify that. I know, I feel bad, but <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's yeah, 100% true. It's 100% true. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so I was like, I, I really like the game. Just please don't do the super patching thing. Right, yeah. And the uh, person I was talking with was like, oh, you don't, you don't like that, huh? And I was like, no. <laughs> Almost nobody likes it yeah, outside yeah, yeah, of the yeah. dedicated super hardcore uh -huh, NRS uh -huh. scene. And they're like, okay. Right. right. Dilly noted. Or that makes sense. I explained why. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, like I said, the thing about it is, if because the worst thing about Mortal Kombat patches, honestly, was one the frequency and two the unexpectedness of it. That, honestly, that not by far the number one for me right. was lack of knowing, not lack of certainty. Right. If Street Fighter Five basically said, "Look, we're gonna patch on January first, April first, July first, and October first," and was just like that, then you'd be like, okay. 
then I know once this comes out, I can practice my stuff exactly. knowing that every event I go to during that time frame, I can play how I expect to play. You know it. You know, whereas like everyone at Evo, like after CEO happened, like you know all the Tanya players are just sitting there like, it's coming down. Yeah, <laughs> they were. And they were right. And they were right, exactly. So, you know, uh, as long as we have like set schedules or something like that, you know, and if they do it well so that it's built around the tournament season, like I honestly would just like to see them do two patches a year. That'd be very nice. So... Capcom Pro Tour starts in March. After Evo, patch. Use everything that everyone's learned up to then. Patch it. Go all the way. Capcom Cup, done. Patch. Sounds good. And then start, you know, March again and just do it again. Basically, like, January or February and then July or August. Right, exactly. It's twice a year. And I think that would be the beautiful... That would be the best schedule. Sounds Because then everyone can play it. And then everyone knows that what they're learning builds up to Evo. What I'm learning now, I know I can use at Evo. Then Evo's done. What I'm learning now, I can use at Capcom Pro Tour. Guaranteed. If they just set it up like that, perfect. Agreed, dude. Perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> two is too few. Two is too much. Well, there's always going to be <laughs> disagreements about it. Yeah. And, you and know, what, what, whatever the middle ground is, I'm cool with. I just don't want it to be... I want it, I want there to be certainty, mm -hmm. and I want it to not be super often. Right. That's I feel like that's not asking yeah. a, whole, a whole lot. And and you know what? If they want to throw out a hot fix because they just all of a sudden someone found this ridiculous glitch or something turns out too powerful. Sure. More okay. If, let's do it. Look, if there are glitches, fix it. Right. Right. If yeah. if there are. If like um, a character turns out to be like. 6-4 or better against everybody, you know. Yeah, I mean, if there's some obviously broken stuff. Right, But, right. but still, e honestly, even in that case, give us a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, give okay. Us, okay. Give fair, us enough, a while. fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so hopefully, hopefully it works out that way. So. Well, we'll see. This is all big-time speculation. <laughs> That's what makes it fun. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, all right. So, well, so let's talk about some miscellaneous stuff over sure. here really quick. Some um, of this is big stuff. Yeah, um, dude, so last week, crazy rumors started after NLBC, and then there were some clarifications and stuff. It's not great news, it's not good news, it's still kind of bad news. Basically, last week, NLBC, Spooky started getting kind of mad on stream because he said something was going down, and that NLBC was closing, and so that tomorrow is going to be the... Next Yeah, next level, so that tomorrow is the last NLBC, basically, right? And so there's a lot of frustration, but then apparently it just turned out the two owners, including Henry Sen, uh, had like a disagreement. And then Sen came out and clarified, it's like, look, I'm in the lease until February. So no matter what, the arcade is staying open until February. But then that's when it's closing. So regardless, it sounds like there's a definite closing date. So yeah. whether it's tomorrow or it's February, it still sucks. Yeah, for sure. Right? So... Um, I don't even know if tomorrow is still supposed to be the last NLBC because people are talking about it like it is. Like, I saw Chris G said that he's going to fly out wow. to go and play at the last one and all these crazy things like that. So I don't know if that's actually going to be the last one. I don't know if Spooky's completely done now because he's frustrated or whatever. So I'm not sure what's going on in that situation, but it's, it's a really unfortunate situation. And if it does indeed close in February, hopefully... Henry could find uh, a new home and, you know, at least another backer or a partner or something yeah. like that. So. It just seems like it's uh, 
just happens. You know, it just it seems like it keeps happening. Dude, arcades are like the worst luck right now. It's the thing is that it's not about luck. You know, I, I know you and I have talked about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Arcades are just run in an archaic way. Oh, so some people are saying that Spooky said he's still gonna do NLBC. Okay, I hope so. I hope that's I hope that's true. I hope that's true. So we'll, we'll find out tomorrow. Case. No, I, I, that's what I've heard too. Oh, okay, I, okay. I, I oh. heard the same thing, but wasn't sure. So oh, I, I haven't heard anything that's what, that's outside of heard. Spooky saying so. that he was closing it. That's the last thing I heard okay. from Spooky. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, honestly, arcades and land centers and stuff are are run like it's fifteen, twenty years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They they yeah, still yeah. are. They're they're geared for very particular segments of the population, um, and uh, those tend not to be super profitable. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're mm-hmm. not gearing it toward families. I mean, for example, round one doing great. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Round yeah, one yeah, is doing yeah, fantastically uh, uh-huh. because it's it has bowling and and billiards, and you can drink there, and it has what are you looking for? Karaoke. It has karaoke. That's right. It does, <laughs> and, and it has it has those little crane games. Yeah, and yeah. yeah uh-huh. It just has. A lot of stuff among the actual video game arcade part of it. Fighting games are there, but mm-hmm. it's not the majority of stuff. There's a whole bunch of crap in there that people want to play. So they're doing well because they have all of these things, and I just don't. I'm not bullish on the idea of things like next level and, and right, 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 right. Uh, you know, super arcade living forever, and mm-hmm. that seems to have been borne out. So. While I will still support them, of course, because they're really important for yes, the culture yes. that matters to me a lot, mm-hmm. um, I just really wish that they would do it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, and I know you feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said, before arcades were packed with machines because it was the only place you could play them, and so you needed to put as many machines as you could in there. Now, everything that you play at home is better than what you can get at arcades, right? Unless it's like gigantic thing, right? Right. So you don't make novelty. Yeah, so no you no longer and then the novelty games they have to cost like two dollars to play. Otherwise you can't make your money back on those gigantic novelty games, right? So you can't make them a place that's wall to wall games anymore. You have to make them a hangout place. A place where people can go, have fun, to chill, have a space for an afternoon and stuff like that. That's the important thing right there. You know, I thought Watts had some cool ideas when it came to revamping Super Mm -hmm, Arcade. mm -hmm. Having a a sort of dedicated stream station and a place where people can meet up and watch streams that are going on elsewhere. I thought those were really cool ideas. I wanted to see more of that kind of stuff. Well, he's teaming up with World 8 now, so they're going to sell like stuff, like trinkets and games I, and right, stuff like fantastic. that. Right, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. They, I think you, that's great. You, I, feel, I really feel like you need to have something that's not just mm-hmm. the game, so you've yeah. got to have something but, else there. But one of the things, though, is that it does have to be something that will keep people there. Yeah. So like having a store in there is good, but like I said, like, like we were talking about round one, you know, there's bowling, people will stick around, or you drink. They yeah. have food, so yeah, yeah, you food. just you'll just stick around, and then as you're sitting there, you're like, I'm gonna go play a game, and you're just gonna go and play one of those arcade games. It just it, because you're there to spend the day, you're gonna sit down and play games. You know what I mean? But you need to get people into the room. Getting them to play the games isn't the problem. It's getting them into the building is the problem. You know That's a good way I mean? to put so, it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I know that round one takes a gigantic amount of capital. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They're very yeah, large yeah. spaces, uh-huh, so uh-huh. that kind of stuff is probably not realistic, especially yeah. in a place like New York. Right, right, where, right. Where it just costs so much money to do mm-hmm. anything. But 
that doesn't mean that you can't come up with sort of more novel ideas or, or have some interesting partnership or sort of just do things a little bit differently. Did the Dragon Lounge in NorCal close? Oh, I have no idea what's going on up there. Yeah, because they used to have that it one place. Wasn't that like five years ago? They were, I mean, they used to go there a long time ago. I know they don't go there now. I don't I know feel if like it's that because was a long time. It was a long time ago. It was like Marvel, vanilla Marvel yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. It was vanilla Marvel days. So I don't know if it's closed. But I mean, the Foundry. You can get drinks at the Foundry, so people go right. to the Foundry and the hang Foundry's out. Foundry's a great game. example. But Foundry's huge. It, it, I don't know yeah. who's affording that no, rent, dude. You're, you're right. Foundry, <laughs> I'm not sure what the deal is there. But it's great that you can go there and drink okay, and stuff. So Dragon Lounge is closed. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can go there and drink, and it's a hangout place. It's a hangout place. Yeah. That's, the, that's the important part, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but, all, right, uh, all right, anyway, so speaking unfortunately of next, to hear about yeah. NL... Yeah. Yeah, but speaking of uh, next level arcade, I guess this is a weird timing, awkward timing to announce this. But the guys who did the King of Chinatown documentary uh, are doing a follow-up documentary about next level arcade, and uh, I'm, I said they want. I guess they want it ready by 2016. But I mean, that's going to be weird. Are you going to release the documentary on the day that it's closing? Now, you know. I mean, it's I don't know. it's kind of an unfortunate situation. But they are trying to do a documentary, and I think that's really cool. It's always good to see information about the scenes. Yeah. Like one of my favorite things still is the one year at Evo we showed Bang the Machine and Watson starts going in on Eddie Lee and like it's like it's like building up like all this tension. And Smooth Viper, you know, uh, the Marvel 2 player mm-hmm. who's very, very confrontational and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he ran up to me like in the middle of it. He was like, yo, it was like that back then. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny because, you know, obviously the Marvel 2 scene is very contentious, right, you know, yeah. so he was surprised. So it's always good to s- capture these kind of moments and capture, yeah, man. you know, these ca- t- like time capsule things like that, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to make a documentary from that, so uh, Psycho Crusher Productions, hopefully that will come out next year, so... And then, uh, lastly, I guess uh, we wanted to talk a little bit more about that Boston event. Right. So the question is, how so, to deal with security? Yeah. If you just tuned in and you didn't, you didn't see us talk about it earlier. There was the two guys who were threatening to shoot up the Pokemon World Championships. They were caught by the Boston police, and nothing happened. But that's where the Pokken event happened, where a lot of the FGC guys. And so this kind of brought up the issue where the Hado a.k.a. Rick, a.k.a. the guy who runs Combo Breaker and does a ton. I mean, he's one of the premier fighting game tournament producers now. You know, he's yeah, one of the guys who does a lot of the work. Um, he sent out a tweet. It was like, do people want to see armed guards at fighting game events now to feel safer? You know, I, I don't know, like, what do you... I mean, you can predict what I <laughs> want to say, right? <laughs> um, Fair enough. I, whenever we go through... Airport security, which is pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I haven't been so ranty lately. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure if uh-huh, I have been, uh-huh. but I'm certainly for a long period of time, I was very ranty. Mm-hmm. Whenever that sort of situation came up, and uh, I just really hate security of that sort, because I feel like it's not real. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to bomb something, I feel like they can do it, and it, all this is doing is making plebes feel like it's all good. Which is oh, right, which I don't right, care right, about. Right, 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 right. It's a show. It's security like, a, like the metal detectors at, at Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, but also like things that they that they have you step through the millimeter wave detection or whatever they're called. Yeah, where you can literally tape something to in this shirt. little yeah, area uh, here uh, and it won't be seen because it's looking at things that are reflecting right, off your body. Right, not right. The, it's just it's all very stupid in my opinion. 
Um, so I really don't want that that sort of BS to like mm -hmm. infect more of my life. Right. I right. really don't. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. I, I feel like it's such a minuscule risk, like not a risk, mm -hmm. like it's not a risk. I mean, because uh, I mean, the, the the main question that Rick was asking is that if we do put security, it also raises venue fees. You have to raise the right. venue fees, right? So it's not like it's just something that's just going to happen. It's going to affect everybody, and for what? For possibly nothing, right? For like almost certainly nothing. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the starving gamer sent us a tweet that said the threats were actually more explicit, mm -hmm. and photos of the arsenal were posted to Facebook by the would-be shooters mm. for this Boston thing. Yeah, right, right. So it's okay, not, okay. not just that they were caught on a complete whim almost. Right, right. okay, okay. There okay, was, there stuff, was more to stuff. it than that. And I think that that tends to be the case. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty rare. Look, terrorism is super easy. Honestly. <laughs> Anybody could do it. You know, you say that, and the reason why I had no reaction right away, because I was like, oh my god, he's right. <laughs> And it's just it. like it was really hard for me <laughs> to have a reaction to that because it's it's terrifying, but at the same time, it's it's so true. It's like the it's easiest so thing. Yeah. All you gotta do is buy like a few chemicals. It's right. super easy. Dude, we were talking about this at the airport, right? Yes. Remember how I was saying like how easy it must be just to take somebody's luggage on a carousel and walk away? Of course. But that just doesn't happen. Of course. Yeah. I. Right. That, that's, you know, that's, that's the point. Right, yeah. There, there are these things that are super easy to do that uh -huh. nobody's doing or that such a tiny percentage of people are doing that to catch 99% of them means that you effectively get rid of all of them because 50 people did it and 99% of people is going to catch, effectively catch everybody. So when it comes to especially something like shooting up FGC events, it's like it's never never happened there, we don't even have like the the jerk who got caught trying to set his underwear on fire and was too much of an idiot to do that you know the, you mean, <laughs> what you this? oh this was like 10 15 years ago oh the guy, okay okay there was okay. A, the underwear bomb you never heard of the right, underwear no. bomb. <laughs> somebody had explosive underwear and they didn't light it on fire properly because they're too stupid or something who knows the, the hardest part honestly to be about it though is just that <laughs> How do people not know about this? This was a big news story at the time. Like, just, it's just like, the, it, like you say that it doesn't happen, it hasn't happened. All it takes is that one time, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's a, that's a cost of living. Right. Whenever, right. when I got in the car and I drove here, I took a risk. Yeah, uh-huh. And I did. And that risk is greater than the risk that I take of getting shot up at a fighting game tournament <laughs> when I go to a fighting game tournament. Yeah, it's that's true. It's definitely greater. Yeah. But I'm willing to live in a way that is less fettered by nonsense because that's not worth it to me. Right, right. And, you know, I mean, let's say that they did decide to do something like that. You know, I don't want an armed guard walking around with the uniform or whatever like that. I'd rather have it be like one of those airplane things where you can't tell that they're the actual TSA agent kind of thing. Yeah, I, I guess. If it has to happen, then I'd rather not be right in my face. Yeah, and, and, and then also, I mean, like, if we had, like, Jaha there or Gustavo, you know, I, I just don't think we'd have any problems anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaha. Chris Lee just... Yeah, just Clone Chris Lee, right? Yeah. <laughs> he would just, like, super lariat somebody and they're done, dude. So, yeah. Dude, L.I. Joe, yeah, dude, all these guys, dude. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So, look, risk and reward oh, is, uh, is a real concept that a lot of people ignore because it's 
if it's a daily thing, they don't care, right? Right. But, yeah. But you know, if it's fear, it's like people getting on an airplane, which and being scared about it, right. which is not right. it's not reasonable. Right. Yeah, and yeah. people know that, you know what I mean? But they're like they're they're still scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. Uh, I know so it's many not people objectively like that, yeah. reasonable. You, the by far the more dangerous part of your trip was driving to the airport. <laughs> uh, not the, not the, yeah, it is, statistically true. speaking. Getting out of your house, like getting out yeah. of your street, is like the most dangerous part. Yeah, almost yeah. nobody dies in an airplane. Right. You know? Okay, so here's sometimes. Rarely. Do you have anything else? Because we were talking about this, and I, something else Still, came up in my mind. Let's not have security theater, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ah, I forgot what the guy's name was. Ah, I apologize. So someone on the East Coast put up a video of him doing like all these pull-ups on a bar and he came down and was like yo west coast fighting game community like you need to get in on this because like we got like Craymore we got like he started naming all these like super okay. buff east coast guys he's like I know like in the west coast you've got like Gustavo but like you guys need to get in on this like exercise thing and stuff like that really yeah and it's really interesting too because I know like, for guys like Daigo and all of them, like, uh, I was actually talking to uh, Mike, Mike Martin, you know, the guy who writes for Red Bull and stuff like that. And he was telling me stories about how Daigo was the one who convinced Von Chan to lose a lot of weight and stuff like that and really tone up because he was like, this will improve your fighting game thing. It'll, like, it'll do all these things like that. And it's, I mean, it actually makes a lot of sense, sure. you know, in terms of just, like, being healthy and stuff like that, you know. And he called out all these West Coast people he, tw he, he he linked this to me on Facebook, okay. and my response was, I'm like, dude, don't leave out Combo Fiend. Because <laughs> oh. Combo Fiend is like, he's so, dude, Combo is, Fiend is ridiculous now. Dude, I don't know what happened. Combo Fiend scares me now, dude. Like, I go up to him like, hey, you should really, actually, never mind. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because seriously, he scares me now. Yeah, but. dude, go up and give the guy a bro hug, and you never actually reach him. You just stuff your <laughs> chest. <laughs> you never actually get him. Seriously, yeah, I know, dude. But like, <laughs> I mean, I think it's actually kind of funny. And the only reason why I bring it up is because there's nothing wrong with getting healthy. So I think that kind of a nice challenge is kind of neat. Yeah. So if West Coast people wanna wanna get in on that and like start trying to work out a little bit more, more power to it. Well, that so. makes sense. What Actually, about what about low tier God? Low tier. He was one of the guys he mentioned. Furthermore, what about Oliver Lang? Oh, yeah, he didn't mention Eliver, but he did mention low-tier God. He mentioned low-tier God. Eliver Ling is a good one. But, uh, but see, the, the tricky thing is that Eliver, because he does martial arts, it's that very lanky kind. So he doesn't get, he's not like Combo Fiend. He's, right? not, he's not bulky, but I, <laughs> I think I'd probably like Eliver over a lot of people. In yeah, yeah, dude, Combo yeah. Fiend, like, they should call him, like, Combolo Young Fiend or something, because he looks like Bolo Young now, doesn't he? <laughs> he kind of has that, yeah, you know, that Chong Li. Sort of like from here below. He's yeah, like uh, just, yeah he's got that Chong Li look, dude. Yeah, so, does, yeah, yeah, does. for sure. For sure. So, <laughs> but I mean, I think that's kind of neat. I've actually been thinking about a lot, trying to get myself in shape and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That's why I try to stop drinking sodas and I'm failing miserably, oh, but really? you know, whatever, it's all good. I so. know you're working on that. Yeah, because it lasted like two or three days <laughs> and then it stopped. <laughs> I don't really work out that much. It's something that I always mean to do, but honestly, when I work, this sounds sound stupid. When I work out, I gain weight and mm -hmm. when I, and not intentionally, but like. Right, but it's I, muscle mass, right? Isn't that what it is? Sometimes. Like, that's what a lot of people do when they work out. They gain weight. Because I don't even mean lifting weights. I mean, like, if like when I run for a week, uh -huh. I weigh five pounds more. 
What the hell? Maybe it, maybe it's muscle. It's probably leg muscle because you're you're a pretty skinny guy already, right? I'm just so. saying, I I gain I gain weight and things don't fit anymore. Jesus. <laughs> when I work out. Jesus. So then I'm like, all right, let's put the kibosh on this, and this just happened. I got Poor I got David. Up, I got up to like the 160s, which I hadn't been for a long time. And then I stopped working you out. You got up to 160? Yeah. and I No, in the 160s. In the 160s? Plural. And now I'm back down to the 150s, about 155, just because... And things fit as a result. I, I can't so. even remember the last time I was 150 pounds. I, I think that was like probably between like high school and college. Look, I am, not a, I am not a ripped man right? <laughs> <laughs> by any stretch. Although, when, when I was in college... I really did work out hard, uh -huh, uh -huh, and I uh -huh. did. I was relatively ripped. I was never like big six pack dude, but I had right, muscles. Right. Even then, maximum weight, low one sixties. So my body just figures out a way to like stay within the same. Right, zone. right. If I could get down to one sixty again, that would be a miracle. Cause that's that would be my goal. Like if I really tried really hard, that's a that's a hefty goal. Yeah. <laughs> Literally a hefty goal. Yeah. So um, yeah, not gonna happen for me. Not gonna happen for me, so yeah. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, but yeah, no, I thought I thought that was kind of neat. I, I, like it was one it of those cool. it was one of those challenge out. video things that I saw and I was like, you know what? There, there's nothing like this is cool. Like I'm totally down with this. You know, I think this would be funny to to, to spread around a little bit and such like that. So, I'm down with that. Yeah, definitely. Would be a, so, would be a good goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if I just didn't drink so much soda, I would I would shrink. I, yeah, I, know I would you. shrink I know so you. fast because I drink. The problem is, like, when I stop drinking sodas, what do I replace it with? Like all these super sweet fruit drinks. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, there was one time where I stopped drinking sodas and I just bought all these fruit juices and I would drink them like for at dinner and like before I went to sleep and I gained so much weight. Wow. <laughs> Because I would just be getting all these like these kind of like unhealthier ones, I guess. I don't know. Actually, it's just like grape juice. It's like pure Welch's grape juice, you know. But dude, I would gain so much weight from fruit juices. It was really weird. Like if you actually look at a can of Pepsi, like not even diet Pepsi, and then you look at a can of grape juice, like same amounts, like Pepsi always has the least amount of calories out of all of them. It's really weird. It's still not good for you because there's, at least out of fruit juice, I can get like something valuable out of fruit juice, I guess. right? I'm getting nothing. There's nothing valuable in a soda. Yeah. Oh, there's caffeine in there. Yeah, I guess it's true. I guess it's true. I mean, that's so, why you drink it, right? Ultimately. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to the taste of Pepsi, oh. but it could be, it could be the caffeine. I don't know. So. I mean, I, I uh, dated a girl who, uh, Oh, that's kind of a weird tense to use. But in any case, um, she did not like coffee without sugar. And so she always drank coffee with a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But she realized ultimately that in, in sort of like cutting out things in her diet, that that's where like a giant amount of sugar was coming from. It's oh, just the fact that right, she wanted right. to drink coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. So anyway, she cut out the sugar slowly. Uh -huh. And ultimately she just went black with it. Uh -huh. And... Now she likes the coffee taste. Oh, um, gotcha. You gotcha. just your body figures it out. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. Cause like, um, like I can't drink sparkling water, cause it tastes so. Sparkling water is awful. Oh, you think so too? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why would you drink sparkling? That's how it's always been confusing to me. <laughs> cause a lot of people like it. A lot of people actually like sparkling. It doesn't water. quench your thirst. It doesn't taste good. What it's are so you doing? It's so bitter. It's so bitter. Yeah. Like to me, I don't know. 
but yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, like a lot of people are saying that I'm addicted to sugar. Like, I actually don't eat a lot of sweet things. It's just soda. It's just yeah. actually that's not even true because I've been eating a lot of pastries recently. That's not good. Dude, you put sugar in your in your pasta. But spaghetti sauce, yeah. But that's not because. That's just because that's how. So my parents, my mom was scared we would think spaghetti was too sour. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So she made our spaghetti sauce by adding a, a ton of sugar in there. And so when I cook it myself, that's what I do. I never add sugar to any pasta I eat anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, it's so gr- Yeah, it sounds totally it gross. It does. That. Well, look, I know that a lot of pasta sauces come with sugar. Right. Uh-huh, a uh-huh, lot of uh-huh. them do. Mm-hmm. So and and, and also, like, if you actually eat spaghetti in the Philippines, it's actually, usually they add a lot more sugar to it. Like, actually, like, if you eat at a Jollibee and eat, like, their their their, their spaghetti, it's actually a little sweeter than, than most It's spaghetti. not uncommon to have sweet yeah, 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 pasta yeah. sauce. Yeah. I just wanted to rip on but it. Like, <laughs> but, like, I don't actually do that anytime I eat spaghetti anywhere, except when I make my own spaghetti. Because now it's my mom's secret recipe yeah. kind of thing, you know what I mean? So it's just, like... It's just the way it works. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I probably am addicted to sugar, to be honest with you, because I, I do. There was one point where, like, I just kept going to this donut place nearby me and eating donuts all the time. Yeah, no, there people are right. I've been eating, like, carrot cakes and stuff. And carrot cake is good, though. Carrot cake is amazing. I like carrot cake I a still, lot. I still really want. The only problem with Kentley making me a carrot cake is that I would just end up. I would eat the whole thing by myself. <laughs> I need like a like a, to find an occasion where there's like a party or something like that. You know what I mean? I meant to bring these macaroons over. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know I would have eaten them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're really good. Dude, red velvet cake. Oh my god, so good. So good, dude. Uh, I I mean I I I think I'm really lucky when it comes to that stuff because. Mm-hmm. I just don't have much of a sweet tooth, mm, okay, and okay. I, I can't eat that much sugar before my body just sort of starts to revolt a little bit. Right, right. I know that's not everybody's yeah, stick, so yeah. I, I'm really happy that it turned out like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is um, what you grow up Because, I mean, everybody that I've true. talked to says that once you quit soda, like, you can't drink it anymore. Like, it's just, it's so ridiculously sweet. Like, it's yeah. so sweet. I mean, I haven't I haven't liked soda since I was maybe, like, eight or nine. Right, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, honestly, if I, like, stopped drinking soda, I, I would probably get to that point again, you know, where... But I, I told you the story of why I stopped drinking soda, right? I, I remember you mentioned it on stream. I remember it was a weird reason. I can't remember what it was anymore. It was because I heard that Michael Jackson didn't like Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> So you wanted to be like Mike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is exactly why. That's right. I remember. And that. then I for some that. reason I just applied it to everything. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Little kid. <laughs> it's a different be like Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, dude. I almost wish I had something like that. Yeah. You man. know, because then I wouldn't be drinking soda. The hardest part, honestly, is that if you don't drink soda, really water is the only option. Because whenever, because the thing is, like, when I'm at work, we go to lunch, it's like a freaking fast food court at, you know, a food court at a mall, or we drive to a Baja Fresh or something like that, you know, and it's like, you don't get a lot of drink options there, and it's really, and plus everything comes with a combo, you know what I mean, so it always comes with a drink anyway, so it's it's just, uh, water is like the, water is the thing, yeah, yeah. that's what you gotta drink. 
So you got a drink. Water. And the worst part about really it too. Good. The worst part I about know. it too is when I'm eating food and then I drink water. Dude, water is so good. I know it's so it's good. It's so good. Water's the best. Like, it tastes so good. Like when you drink that refreshing cup of ice water like when you're eating like food, hot food and stuff like that it's so good but i'm just i'm addicted to this coke thing and it's like i feel like it doesn't it doesn't mess with the flavors going on right yeah you know? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> i am i'm making tough decisions you can see my brain people in the chat can actually see my brain like going yeah come on james you can do this james i believe in you james yeah you can do it <laughs> don't let your dreams be dreams oh man yeah exactly uh it's actually not even coke it's pepsi really to be honest with you that i'm addicted to so i've been trying to drink a lot more 7-Up instead, but 7-Up has a higher salt content, and so 7-Up has a, has a higher ability to give you high blood pressure, oh. so it's actually not as good in some weird way, so... Yeah. That sucks. Any case. <laughs> anyway, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I see there's a Splatoon mention up I there. mean, I, I, I have Splatoon. Have you gotten a chance to try Rainmaker much at all? I haven't or played Rainmaker like yet. Uh, okay, okay. It's actually kind of fun. It's actually kind of fun, and honestly, like I, so every time I play, I've just been streaming it, yeah. and I always end up in these private lobbies with all like the the, the ultra gen viewers and stuff like that. It's it's super fun. I, I the people who are playing it, I mean, they're all super good too, yeah. which is really what's, what's, what's crazy about it. But I'm I'm it's Rainmaker's really cool. Okay. Rainmaker's really cool. I'll but, try it out. You know, I still prefer t Turf War, and Same I here. I really wish that they would create like a ranked mode for Turf War. It has to be a different thing though because the scoring system is completely different so it would have to be a separate ranking. But I hate the fact that you can't do like up your rank in Turf mode. I agree. You, know, you, only, you can only do it in like Tower and Splat Zone and Rainmaker. Rainmaker is my favorite so far because Splat Zone forces you into certain areas and Tower forces you to follow this thing. Rainmaker, everyone chases after the Rainmaker, but the person holding the Rainmaker can go anywhere they want. Right. So there's still a little bit of freedom there. And like when you're actually diving into the ink with the Rainmaker, you do disappear off the map. Oh, really? Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. So you can actually try to do some stealthy okay. things with the Rainmaker. That's so interesting. I actually, I actually really like that. That's my favorite ranked mode out of all of them. So. I mean, I like the tower. I think tower is cool. Mm -hmm. It's not... I don't feel like it's the case that everybody has to be right next to the tower. You yeah. can like sort of stake out spots that you know are important to reach the tower. Right. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I I think it's it's fun. Mm -hmm. I just really prefer turf war, man. I just yeah, like yeah, that yeah, idea. Yeah. I think it's really the best. You see, uh, Mario 1080p. He's one of the the yeah. guys who comes in there and plays all the time. Yeah. I've even given him mod status because he's ah, good call. helped me, give me a lot of wins, and I just need mods in my Splatoon stream. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, I even joked too. I was like, you know what? Because my my ranked is like C minus right now. My yeah. ranked is really low. So I was like, I'm just gonna stream rank mode and just pick three people and just keep swapping out three people to help r level me up in rank. I was like, whoever gets me to A plus, like I will, I will. I'll mod them. <laughs> uh, what a useless prize. <laughs> yeah. Dude, everyone was like, oh, I'm in there, I'm in there. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah for there. sure, yeah. So a lot of people are happy about that. So, I mean, I'm in C- minus because the only time I ever play ranked is with random people. And so when you play with random people, you can't ever be guaranteed that you'll have good players on you. 
with you, right? And then I got up to like B minus at one point in time. Then I played with some friends, and it was only three of us, and they kept pairing us up against four people teams. Oh, wow. And as fair as they tried to make it by making you respond quicker when you're three people, oh, it just doesn't help. It doesn't matter. It just, yeah. you, you're just so dead. The, the reason my rank is you're low so is just because I like Turf War way better, right. so I only play Turf yeah, War almost. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, no, uh, Splatoon, dude. It's like the more I keep playing it, just like the 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 the, the strategies and the, and just like the the skills just like get so ridiculously high in that game, and I cannot use chargers to save my life, dude. I am so bad with sniper guns. Yeah, so, I don't like snipers. Chargers. Yeah, like they're actually super good. Like if you like, I've fought against people who are super good at it. And honestly, I feel like at the highest levels, they might be the best guns out of all of them. Because when I've played against high-level people, like, there was one on the, on the, yeah, I know, it feels crazy. But, like, on Moray Towers, like, the, the opposing team had two good snipers, and they just stuck them in two spots, and, yeah. like, we couldn't do a thing, right? And, like... You don't, you don't pick a splash wall? You know what, actually? Because I feel like splash wall guns basically destroy... Snipers. Yeah. It's hard because you can't advance too far forward while the splash wall is just kind of sitting there. Dude, Jet Squelcher, I'm telling you, is ridiculous. Oh, yeah? Uh, jet Squelcher okay. range been is, 50, almost, is almost max charger range. Oh, really? It's all, not quite, but it's oh, almost damn. there. So you just sort of um, throw a thing, and then if okay, they want, it's, okay. they, I feel like you destroy chargers. Dude, you know what, though? I will say one thing, though. So I've, I've been using the 59-gallon with the splash wall okay. recently, right? Splash wall effectiveness has dropped dramatically thanks to the slosher. Oh, really? The bucket just goes right over the wall. Ah. It just goes right over. Like, I would fight bucket guys, and I would throw it out, and then I'd just die. That and I'd be sense. like, I was like, what happened? So it's like that weapon is there almost, like, I feel like specifically to counter the splash wall in a weird Interesting. way. Interesting. It, it made me really upset because I was like, I'm going to learn this weapon. I'm going to have fun with the splash right. wall. And then just people started sloshing me all day. And I, I mean, like, people have gotten better at it in playing against it in general. Yeah, so yeah, that that's now true. it's. I feel like it's more about misdirection almost than yeah, actually just standing behind yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's it's it's. Uh, I'm having a blast with that game, and I'm gonna try to stream it some more. So cool. Let me know when you when you're gonna. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll play. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Just so I mean, tomorrow. I don't. I don't know. Are you planning to stream any Street Fighter Five tomorrow night? Mm, I can't do it tomorrow night. Okay, I'll probably try plans. stream. Then I'll try to stream some Street Fighter Five tomorrow Sweet. night then, because I don't have plans. So. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> So I'll try to stream some Street Fighter Five. So tune in, guys, tomorrow. The beta is running until tomorrow. So, yeah, that's gonna be, that should be fun. That should be fun. Cool. I'm looking forward to going home and seeing that uh, Birdie and, and Cammy are there. Yeah, yeah, they're there. They're that's there. So. Are you gonna stream tonight? Maybe. Mm, we'll see how tired I am when I go. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. But in any case, that's that's all I got. So. Okay. Cool. I guess that's about it. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, again. Uh, subscribe twitch.tv slash ultrachentv and twitch.tv slash jchenzor twitch.tv slash ultradavid because in situations like let's say David did want to stream Street Fighter V and he's streaming on Ultrachen TV then I would stream on jchenzor and vice versa if I'm there then you would stream on Ultra David. and in fact if we play Splatoon one of us will probably be on Ultrachen TV the other one will probably be on uh, our personal channels that and makes stuff sense. like that. Yeah. So, you know, it gives us a chance. By the way, so. would you like me to put on YouTube the Splatoon 
videos. You know, oh, no, that's, no, that's not, fine. Not nah, it's not. It's all okay. good. It's all Because the thing about it is you're only watching one view, so you don't get the whole, like, kind of crazy experience and stuff like that. Unless people want to see them. I mean, if people want to see them, more power to them. But okay, well, let us know. If you want it, yeah, then tweet at Ultra Chen TV. Let us know if you want to put up the replays of the Splatoon. I, I don't think they're that important, to be honest with you. You know, just so. in general, when... I've been streaming a bunch lately, Rising uh, Thunder, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, stuff, uh, uh, and I don't uh, think I've put any of those on YouTube. Yeah, neither have I. Just because yeah. I haven't thought anybody wanted to see them, but if mm -hmm. people care about it, let me know, I'll, I'll do that. Okay, cool. Alright, cool. Alright, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and have a good night. Oops.